idea, Howie. Why don't you go back to Canada, you Jew bastard? Okay. Again, if we don't wind up dead from the bush cartel that left us all this way, <laughs> we've all been to blind support was our doom as the bombs dropped from the skies from far away. Take off those checkered pants. Maybe we should have paid attention a little bit more to the facts we chose to ignore. I, I... The price of gas has declined, but I'm afraid that the line won't be very long. We'll meet again with a hope that by then Yay. civil rights will be restored one sunny day. No. Nine oh two at five sixty WQM. Happy uh, Thursday to you. Is it Thursday already? Yeah. How about that? Wow. I like these short weeks. I'm gonna get sick a lot more. Uh, you know how many times I've been sick this year? About thirty, man. And you know how many Brits have been killed by friendly fire? About thirty, man. I'm just gonna play that all day. I love that. About thirty, man. <laughs> yeah. Over. In fact. About thirty, man. About thirty, man. About thirty, man. Yeah. And. You know how many people we got listening since the trends are coming out? Eleven. About thirty, man. This morning. It's going to be weak, man. Oh, we're going to have bad numbers. I'm talking about on this show. I can't speak for anybody else. Mo, of course, is really going through the roof because he's got the, the he's got the people that hate all the rest of us, except the Mad Dog, I guess. So Mo and the Mad Dog should do pretty good. In fact, I still think that's a good name for a show, don't you? Mo and the Mad Dog. I like that. Don't they do that? Um, um, probably some other station. And I noticed coming to work this morning, since I am back here, I wasn't going to tell people. Why, why the hell not? Because otherwise, then I can't bitch about stuff. Like this crappy old computer that I bought about three and a half, four years ago in here. We're getting a new computer in here because oh. I'm buying it. I mean, if you want stuff that works in this studio, i got to buy it. Or somebody's got to do it. Hey, there's my good friend Muff. How you doing, Muff? I'm buying a new computer for in here. How do you like that? What an upstanding guy I am. Because I know if I wait for these assholes, these cheap, miserable grave robbers, huh? We'll wait till hell freezes over before we wait for them. Just go back in your room and uh, have a nice day. Nice to see you. <laughs> He's standing in the doorway like I'm going to do a show for him, okay? God, if I've told him once, I've told him about 30, man. times <laughs> to quit standing in the doorway. I love that thing. Anyway, George t took a kind of a marginal poll yesterday, which I thought was in very poor taste. Well, yeah. We're trying to keep it light. You know, this is all a war movie to these people. What? No, it's it's like a video game. Right. It's not a war movie. It's a video it's game. It's just entertainment now. See how many people died at that market in Iraq yesterday? About 30, man. And it was in first, the Pentagon. Can't we ever admit anything? No. You know, so mistakes happen. They're dropping 80 billion bombs. So, uh, you know, we. Uh, I don't think that the one in Syria on that bus was intentional. Serious? 
And the one in Iran, those couple that uh, goosed over to Iran there across the border, is probably like a warning message. You know, like you're yeah. going to be next. You better <laughs> goose step in the line. The shape of things to come. So, you know, when you're dropping 50 trillion bombs, they're going to be some, maybe 10, maybe... About 30, man. ...going to, like, hit the wrong spots. And, unfortunately, people are going to die like crazy. Let me just also say this, since I forgot to mention it the other day. The reason that Rumsfeld is so psychotic about Al Jazeera and then, of course, BBC and the CBC showing the pictures, those grotesque, bloody, horrible pictures of the butchery, the savagery against the American soldiers that were executed. He doesn't want to have that on television because he doesn't want the American public. I mean, the rest of the world, he's not too crazy either, but especially the American public to see those gruesome images. Same thing as in Vietnam. Let's sanitize it. Like I said, let's make it like a video game. You know, like, oh, look at that. Oh, look at all the targets, all these maps they bring out. You know, like, like it's not for real, like there isn't blood and guts. And, of course, when it's American blood and guts, that's where the American public starts losing their appetite for these things. Because in the beginning they were saying, oh, well, it's going to be like a cakewalk, it's going to be a piece of cake. And they're like in the Stone Age, and we depleted two-thirds of their uh, weapons and their army in the uh, Gulf War One. Don't forget, welcome us as heroes. Yeah. Dancing in the streets. Yeah. And you'll notice, even when we, they brought the food supplies finally into Basra yesterday, mm -hmm. when they first got there with the trucks... They were all jumping up and down and chanting, uh, we love Saddam slogans and getting yeah. really pissed off and bent out of shape. And then they all, you know, desperate, ran up to the trucks and grabbed the food and ran back. But they were still given, like, the high sign. Yeah. You know. Don't forget the 4,000 Iraqi expatriates uh, so far that have gone back to Iraq who hated Saddam. Right. That have gone back to fight just because from, they're From offended. Jordan, a lot of them, too. Right, yeah. Because they're offended. 4,000, I heard it was... About 30, man. Anyway, George's poll yesterday, which I thought was a little on the weak side. What's your favorite war movie? Of course, I'm a good one to talk. My poll today is not all that strong either. I got a weak poll. We're going to talk about Purple Skin today. Oh! Not that Eminem purple, song? Purple Veins? Purple Skin? Yeah, Purple purple Skin and Purple Veins. Maybe Mo and I have got like a, uh, a genetic match there or something, huh? You can compare patterns. Maybe I'm his like younger brother after about 15 years. But anyway... <laughs> He does look bad. I'll tell you, he looks older than Methuselah. I took a look in that room there. He's like just barely keeping up uh, on his elbows. What's your favorite war movie, George asked yesterday? Which I, I mean, what is that? What's your favorite war movie? Because uh, war is on everybody's mind, and uh, that's just the attitude that I'm running into. It's entertainment to these people. WQAM. Hi. Neil? Yes, sir? This is you? I think it sounds like... Who does it sound like? Sounds like Neil to me. <laughs> sounds like... Neil. Okay. Yeah, sounds like me. Hey. What's up? Hebner, Allah, both eat pork chops on a daily basis. Yeah. I love the planet and this globe that's spinning in the, in the universe. <laughs> okay, thanks, Ted. That was Ted Jr. <laughs> that was good. Let's hear it oh! for Ted. And Richie Hebner, rest in peace. I ought to play that Bob Prince, Richie Hebner cut. You know, of course, I've played it probably too many times, you know. About 30, man. Anyway, George had a lot of votes on the poll yesterday. I did? About 30, man. Oh. What's, yeah, you had over 1,000, 1,009. Because I could look on there. It's more than that now. But, I'm, you know, once I print it out, that's the end yeah, of that. That's it. You printed something out? Yeah. <laughs> hey, like I said, I'm getting a new computer for here. And, and I bought this one three right. and a half, four years ago. But after a while, they, like, die, like us. You know, they're uh, dying over here. Our computer how many is years on ago? its last legs. Interesting. How many years ago? About 30, man. I think that's when they made this computer about 30 years ago. And amazingly enough, up in Toronto, everything works like instant. I mean, the computer, the printer, everything like uh, like clockwork, like an assembly line. Here, it's because of the QAM factor, because the Beasleys are cheap, and if we want anything good, Neil's got to dig into his fat pockets, just like I gave Carlos the nice bonus check this morning. That's more, you know, that's more than he makes here in like six months. He's you still, he's still thinking, huh? He's still thinking. Well, he, he deserves it. He's doing all of this stuff. Of course, the, the website is sensational. Do you see the number of hits we're getting on the website now? 
No. We've had a couple of days over 200,000. How many? No, we used to get. <laughs> About 30, man. Now, like over 200,000. It's incredible. WQAM. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, whatever whatever happened to Yovan? Yovan, did he, is he still, I think he's at the donut shop. Yeah, so smear with the racket and all. What is it? <laughs> what was he babbling about? Hey, they're in good shape today. Oh. The war is getting to him, man. The war coverage is getting to him. They can't take it anymore. Any Mo. Maybe Mo is getting to him. You know how many listeners he's got. About 30, man. Anyway, nine minutes past nine. Why am I stuck on that? About 30, man. I just love that. That's got to be. And you know how long we had that before you finally took that clip out of there? Huh? No, seriously, I bet you we had it like 15, 18, 20 months. About 30, man. Before uh, we didn't think Regis it was clean, pumped. remember? Huh? We talked about it. We didn't think it was clean. Why? Did he say something? Without Regis talking. Oh, and about. what the hell was that? Dixie, uh, what was it? Dixie. Normus. Yeah, Dixie Normus. That, I'm going to tell you, Ron Hersey's coming back to the morning show. I heard that coming to work this morning. I want to turn around and go back home. I want to go to the hospital immediately for my purple vein. I was squeezing my purple vein a couple of times. I was so, so just to see if I was really hearing that. Dixie Normus? Was that Zach doing that swishy voice? Who was that? That that was the worst bit, the worst attempted humor. And the thing about, oh, how the beast. And it was just another shot at the poor beast. It was grotesque, by the way. But he's sure losing that weight, man. Oh. He's losing it slowly but surely. Real slowly. And don't call him Shirley. Surly. How about Dixie? Normus? But anyway, just a little shot at him, and that's, of course, because of the, yeah, I'm always just, he's into it with everybody. He's just into it with everybody. I noticed uh, this morning, people in the hallway pointing, and they're like, he's in there, he's in there, yeah. Running, running down the hall. He is in there. You notice how he, like, I, I, I he used to do this, because I'm not usually here. He used to put his uh, piece, keep, walk out of the building with it still on his head. Now he just rested on the chair in there. I hope Joe Rose don't sit on it later on, do like a little, of course, he couldn't make it smell any worse. And then they found your fart machine under the chair. That was bad. Yeah. Does the audience have any idea what I'm talking about? No. Well, that's okay. I'm a little incoherent. I got purple skin. Because doctors down here are assholes. Don't, don't don't go to too many doctors down here unless you find one good one. I got one. Now, I got a couple that I would trust with somebody's life. But the rest of them, forget about it. And, uh, you know, so they prescribe you, oh, Plavix and aspirin and this. And your blood gets so thin that, like, if you, if you walk into the wall, all of a sudden, like, a half a gallon just spurts out. You could paint the whole goddamn wall with it. Bloody bastards. 11 past 9 at 560 WQAM. Ball game tomorrow. How do you like that? We get out of here early. I like it a lot. Huh? We get out of here about 11... About 30, man. 50 tomorrow morning. Isn't that great? Short yeah. show. We got a big... Uh, what is it? A Marlins game? Yeah, I love those Marlins. At noon? All that ripping you've done. Where the hell they be playing tomorrow? Who cares? Exactly. Hey, I'll tell you where you ought to be, uh, not playing, but eating, the Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. Man, what a great place. There are three of them for you, Sunrise, North Miami Beach, and the newest one in Pembroke Pines. Start your mouth-watering experience with six different soups and then sample dozens of succulent entrees. In fact, last time I was in Emerald Coast, not only are there a couple of dozen, I think there are About 30, man. different entrees to choose from. Oriental Surf and Turf on the weekends, New York Strip Steak made to order in the Gourmet Center, a sizzling Asian grill with teriyaki steak and shrimp, chicken, seafood, hand-carved prime rib, and the Emerald Coast doesn't have any crap in their food. No MSG, no garbage, no, uh, uh, what's that stuff they use? Uh, cornstarch. Oh, bad for you. And they only do their cooking in all cholesterol-free oils, too, at the Emerald Coast. Their buffet features a full salad bar, a new sushi bar, fresh rim cocktail, and their famous Lobster Fest is back featuring lobster thermometers and lobster bisque. 
Bring a big healthy appetite or a crowbar or both because you want to shove a little bit of dessert into your pants. they got pies and cakes, pastries, ice cream with all your favorite toppings, and fresh fruit at the dessert bar at the Emerald Coast. Don't forget, three locations in Sunrise, the original South Florida location, Pine Island at 44th Street. They're on Collins Avenue just north of 163rd North Miami Beach and at the intersection of Flamingo and Pembroke Roads in prestigious Pembroke Pines. Emerald Coast accepts reservations. Takeout and delivery available as well. Call them at 954-572-3822. 954-572-3822 for a real feast anytime. It's the Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. Live and local. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. Now, are they here to the show? The program director and the operations manager are so excited to see me in the flesh that they're in here. The, the, the break ends, and I'm like, uh... God, yeah, like God. So anyway, Dixie Normus is going to be, uh, Dayton Clarence is what I heard on the morning show this morning. Please bring back Ron Hersey, will you? Do yourselves a favor. Hey, Ken, nice to see Ken Malden out there wandering around in the hallway. Huh? Isn't that great to see all these people briefly? <laughs> oh. Pinellas minister accused of explicit web acts with citrusine. Can we get going on the show? What are they doing in here? I couldn't put the monitors down. I mean, that's embarrassing, isn't it? No. Ask me if I care. Trends at 1130. Oh! Have all those numbers. I don't think they want to hear these, the ones today. At least we don't. Oh, it's going to be bad. Huh? Whatever. going to be bad. Moe's going to have a big one. He's going to have a gigantic one. Uh, that's my prediction. He's moving up in the world. He's the man. Moe the man. No question about it. Here's a call from Miami, who's a big Mo fan. Hello. Thank God you're here, because George sucks. How about Mo? No, see, that was his material. I, I love the way they do that. They blurt it out, and then you hear the click. You know. How about hanging around for just a half a second so I can give you a chance to rip somebody else, you know? You suck, by the way, George. Yeah. You know how many people have told me that? About 30, man. Here's uh, George's poll from yesterday. What's your favorite war movie? Saving Private Ryan, 154. Full Metal Jacket, 144. Apocalypse, now those are the only two that were in contention. Pretty good contest there, huh? I don't think I saw either one of them. Apocalypse, now 80. Patton, 69. Doctor Strangelove, 57. Now, there's, that should have had more votes than that. Huh? Or How I Learned to Love the Bomb. Platoon, 52. Didn't see that. Kelly's Heroes, 44. How about uh, Hogan's Heroes? Bridge, uh, now, Bridge on the River Choir only had 42 votes with uh, Alex uh, Alec Guinness. Right. Short memories. Boy. Well, that's a little too old for your crowd. The Dirty Dozen and MASH each had 41. Black Hawk Down, 38. Wasn't Josh Hartnett in that, Black Hawk I Down? Know. I didn't see it. The guy I with the big nose it. was in it. Huh? That Owen Wilson guy with the big, nasty, gnarly nose. Oh. I can't watch that. Stalag, 17. You know how many votes they had? About 30, man. Yeah, 33. The Patriot, 19. Heartbreak Ridge, 16. Glory, Hole, uh, Glory had 16. Tora, 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 16. The Big Red One had 16. Oh, I've seen a few of those. Das Boot and Guns and Everyone had 14 apiece. I don't want to read the whole list because the rest of them, anything under, well, we'll do double digits. All's Quiet on the Western Front and Midway each had 11. Oh, from here to eternity, only had nine? That war oh, picture. Frankie Panky's going to be upset about that. Yeah, that war picture that Al Martino was in. You realize that he's one of the few people that was in all three movies? In all three Godfathers? That's right. Stop and think about Connie was in all three. Yeah. Al Martino was in all three. What the hell was the name of the uh, singer? What was his name? Tony Bennett. No, no, I'm talking about the... Uh, Johnny the, Fontaine. Uh, Johnny Fontaine. He was in all three. And how many other people? Because they killed somebody. And, and Michael. Right. Michael, of course. Michael Corleone. Kate. Kate was in all three. Cake. Cake? Yeah. 
I'm thinking. Not not too many. Oh, I'll, I'll see. Everybody else. Now, what about Tessio? No, Tessio wasn't in the no. third one. So no, he wanted too much money. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about it. See, out of sight, out of mind. Can't do it, Pally. Can't do it, Sally. In fact, that was funny when uh, what's his name? When Tom Hagen came out and said, "Hi, Pally." That should have been a that should have been a recall right there, that they weren't going for that ride. Tessio, what am I talking about? Clemenza, of course, he had disappeared. Right. Fat Clemenza. Tom Hagen, he wanted too much mm -hmm. money. Robert Duvall. Marlon Brando, he was, uh, they couldn't get him out of the uh, bed. They, you, you, oh, you know something? We got it now. The tabloids just came in. Wait till you see this picture. I mean, I realize the audience don't have them. Oh, don't tell me we don't have the one with the Marlon Brando picture. Oh, no. Ah, Jesus. We do have the one that says Prince Charles is gay. Shocking charge from Die's video. That'll have to do for now. But where Johnny Cash is dying. Oh. He said. In fact, you know how many more days they're predicting that Johnny Cash is going to live? About 30, man. But I can't find the Marlon Brando thing. Oh, he's got to weigh 4,500 pounds. Easy. They couldn't lift him out of his chair with a crane. With a crane. By the way, in case you wonder if you're missing any important stuff in the war. Our Navy Captain Frank Thorpe, who is a coalition spokesperson here. And I just some more uh, puff pieces, some more interviews with the people. Some more of these personal uh, stories, you know. They're just filling up hours and hours and hours with the stuff. And I just love when they go to the parents of the POWs, things like that, and they say, well, how do you feel about this? Well, at that point, the reporter ought to be shot. You know, sure. I think we ought to have a special law that says any reporter who behaves like that ought to be shot on the spot. We give them a freebie, you know. Just like the Catholic priest, they got one freebie. Don't we think, Don't you think that all their parents ought to get one freebie, too, if hey, reporters if they come get to them? one. And why the hell not? Of course, the Catholic priests don't get just one pass. They get about 30, man. So where's that story I just had about the Pinellas minister accused of explicit web acts with citrus teenager? This just came in. Somebody sent it to us. A Pinellas Park minister was arrested yesterday on charges he enticed a 15-year-old homo sassa girl to engage in sexually explicit activities with him via home computer, authorities say. Ralph Wayne Vanderpool, 58, was arrested and jailed in Pinellas County after an investigation by the Citrus County Sheriff's Office and the FDLE. Investigators told the Citrus County Chronicle that Vanderpool lured the teen into making pornographic videos of herself and sending them uh, via, the, via the Internet. Sounds like George. Vanderpool volunteers as a minister at the First Baptist Church of Pinellas Park. Detectives began their investigation in February when the girl's mother found pornographic images of her daughter on the family computer. She told police they met in June 2002 in an online game room. Wow. On Wednesday, authorities arrested the priest on charges of luring a child to engage in sexual activity through a computer service and encouraging sexual performance by a child. How old was she? Fifteen years old. George said that's old enough. He was later released on $7,000 bond from the Pinellas County Jail, which had no information on his legal representation. Uh, authorities are concerned there might be more victims. You know how many I think there might be? About 30, man. Just a wild guess on my part. I could be wrong. You know me. I tend to exaggerate. Here's today's poll on the Rogers Show. We don't want to get too war-intensive. I mean, if there's anything going on, i got a lot of story. Oh, you know who died? I give up. Come on. Daniel Patrick Moynihan. He died? Yeah. At age 76. Former, uh, he was a uh, strange guy, you know. Didn't know that. Don't you remember what he looked like? No. He like had, he had like a lip problem, you know, like he was always, uh, the way he spoke, there was like something wrong with his lips. Even worse than Troy Stratford. Cancer? No, no, I don't, I don't mean that. I'm not talking about an illness, but there was just, he was just, uh, I don't know.
Don't like, remember. It looked like he always had like a lot of chapstick on, which maybe that tells you something. But he was like a curmudgeon. He was a very strange dude. Former Senator Daniel Patrick Moynihan, a New York City shoeshine boy, became an iconoclastic, see, there you go, iconoclastic scholar-politician and served four terms in the U.S. Senate, died yesterday at 76. The New York Democrat, former U.N. ambassador, been in ill health. He was hospitalized in January for an intestinal disorder and again soon for a back injury. <coughs> His latest setback was an in infection after emergency appendectomy March 11th at the Washington Hospital Center. He was succeeded in the Senate by, by, guess who? Again, Claude you, Pepper. In the New York <laughs> State. Oh, you see, this is a man who knows nothing. New you York got, State you, politicians, I know something about that. New York State Senate. Yeah. Who are the two senators? Who are the two senators from New York State? Chuck Schumer. There's one but, who's they're, they're, like I said, succeeded by Hillary Clinton. Thank you, Carlos. Okay. Well, Carlos had a prep you on that. Yeah. Boy, I tell you, George, he's got a lot, a lot of obscure information. But when it comes down to the nitty gritty, he can tell you stuff that happened 500 years ago. Right. But anything now, see, that's what happens. Too much bad weed, like Norma Kent, you know, really affects your mind. Tell you, like I can tell you all those horse races from 1960, 61. Yeah. Francis O'Hare with Bucky <laughs> Dale on the outside, three wide the whole mile. Here he comes. Hit him again, Francis. I can tell you the, the quarter times, how much the horse paid, what post position. But ask me what happened yesterday. Can't tell you. And I really don't care, to be honest with you, especially when you work here. Here's today's poll. And again, not too exciting. Your poll yesterday was much more exciting than this. I'll grant you that. But this is a little bit more timely, I think, as opposed to talking about movies from 100 years ago. Yeah. Which of these... Do you think is giving the best war coverage? Okay, straight right, right. to the point. CNN, Fox News, <laughs> MSNBC, CBS, NBC, ABC, BBC, CBC, the Internet, or don't know because I'm not watching any of it. I leave anybody out? No. Com oh, uh, Comedy Channel? Uh, Al Jazeera. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we knocked the Iraqi TV tower out again. Okay. First we knocked off the big one, and then we were amazed because they finally they had another one. We just <laughs> no, they had a second one. I was like, uh, what's her name? How are they going to see their Saddam like, music video? Like Lorena Bob, and she cut it off, and then she found out he had a smaller one that he was hiding somewhere. And the same thing with them. They had a smaller uh, secondary satellite, and then we bombed that and blew that up. Of course, probably a bunch of innocent civilians died too. But that's it's just it's a war, man. A lot of people dying, a lot of bloodshed. And we are told that this is big. And then they found all those chemical weapon suits. Did you see that? All those yeah, protective that suits. That and that, they have but of course, did we find suits. any chemical weapons yet? No. No. They have suits, and they have that. What is the uh, the drug? I don't know. It begins with an A. Antidote. What's it called? A. No. Well, it isn't anti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I had an antidote on all kinds of crap. <laughs> Boy, if she tell me once, she tell you times the same crap. But anyway. Yeah, they found all of them, and they haven't found any chemical weapons, and that's because they got them all stored there, and it's in the bag, Dad. In right, fact, that's what George W. told uh, George Her Herbert Walker Bush when he asked him how the mm -hmm. war was going. He said, it's in the bag, Dad. I wish I hadn't said that. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Boy, it sure is great to be back here in it. No. With a bunch of this crappy equipment, no CBC, no BBC. I think I better uh, go back. So we can put some real information on here. Hey, are those the captured prisoners they're showing there? Yeah, more. We've seen these about 400 times on MSNBC already this morning. They all get the nifty bathrobe? Captured prisoners. Well, no, those aren't the captured prisoners. These are guys with injuries. Oh. Didn't you see that? They had yeah. the bandages around. Well, And again, I don't want to sound insensitive. We hope the best for all. You know, this and this business about, well, don't you support the troops? Yeah, we all support the troops. And that's why we want them home alive like tomorrow would be good. Alive. Not in pieces. Not in body bags. 
not being butchered by a bunch of barbarians who are cornered and desperate and will uh, go to any lengths to uh, try to save their own ass. Atropine? Great. Where'd you get that from? The caller. Thank you very much, caller. Atropine. That's what they had. They had vials of chemicals, uh, including atropine. And, of course, they are pretty vile, but it's the way it goes. Like, as my grandmother would say, they're like a bunch of vile animals. She used to say that all the time. You know how many times I heard her say that? <laughs> About 30, man. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. So there's the new poll for today. We got George's poll from yesterday. Saving Pride Ryan wins in a very tight race with full metal straitjacket. And we apologize for Muff and Clarence coming in here and dicking around with the show. Like, uh, shouldn't they know better? Can't they come in a little bit early, like 5 to 9? Huh? Exactly. I mean, they got to make this grand entrance in the middle of the show. They do that while you're out of town. They go in there and confabulate with me uh, while the show's while the show's going on. Today well, God different? forbid they should come in here a couple of minutes early. Of course, then they might. You do understand why they do come in like five after I nine because then Mo is out of the building. Yeah. No, what are you laughing about? That's the truth. They don't want to see that crusty old fart. Just just to look at him like puts a crimp in your whole goddamn life, much less the day. So we got the trends coming out in two hours. Oh. We're not going to dwell on those because we got a lot of important war talk going on. I'll tell you a place you can get away from the war and all your problems, your purple skin and your uh, whatever you got going. And that's the world-famous pizza loft. Jeff Cohen knows his crap, man. He knows it. In fact, uh, one thing you will not be hearing while I'm back in town <clears throat> is Jeff Cohen on the show, which I noticed George used him desperately to try to get laid. Was that, uh, yeah, when I was on vacation last week. Desperately trying to get laid. Okay. What? Nothing. Well, if anybody can do it, he's the man. Jeff Cohen, he's got... I don't think it was me that was trying to get You ready. name the age, the size, the shape, the um, whatever. Oblong. In fact, George's next hot pair contest, hot couple. George's idea of a hot couple is Britney Spears' breasts. <laughs> there you go. There's a hot couple. You see right through me. I do. And it's not a pretty picture. Anyway, Jeff Cohen at the Pizza Lot's got two great locations for you now. In fact, if you look over Baghdad, you'll see his banner playing sign all over the place. Somebody's got to feed those poor bastards. And they'll love it, too. Three delicious kinds of pizza. Chicken and veal dishes and all your favorite pasta dishes, calzones, super subs, garlic rolls just dripping with garlic. It's so good, it's almost obscene, just like Jeff himself. Big portions, tiny prices, everything cooked fresh to order. That's why people keep taking the whole family and all their friends back to Pizza Loft over and over again. And, of course, the rumors keep going back, not only because the food is good, because the price for them is right. Pizza Loft in Davies on University Drive between Griffin and 595 next to Nova Southeastern, right behind Pier 1 Imports for takeout, for delivery, for catering. Call 954-916-8880. 954-916-8880. And now the brand new pizza loft, the most exciting thing to happen in Plantation since I moved there. They're on the corner of Knob Hill and Sunrise, just behind Walgreens Pharmacy. And they got the same great deals you'll find at the other original pizza loft. 954-382-1999. That's their number for takeout, for delivery, and stupendous catering as little as 5 bucks per person for any affair you may be having, Jeff. 954-382-1999. It is absolutely sensational. You'll love it. You'll be going back for dinners and lunches and late-night snacks, too. The world-famous pizza loft. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. Thank you for calling this is T. Tony, and I'm going to help you. I just picked up my 92 Accord from your lot, and there is a huge turd in the back seat. A huge turd? Yes. And there's there's what in the back seat? A, a turd, a piece of a big-ass human turd in the back seat of my car. Ma'am, I assure you, our guys did not take a dump in your car. If you want to, bring that car back, and we'll take a look at it. You Oh, you want to take a look at it? 
My car is fine. It's that big-ass turd in the back seat. Okay, what would you like me to do? I said, okay, how about I go to your house and pitch a loaf on your couch? How about that? Ma'am, what would you like me to do to fix the situation? I want somebody to come over here, get this turd out my back seat. That's not going to happen. What do you mean it's not going to happen? You can bring the car here and we can take a look at it. I am. I'm going to bring it back there. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a dump in every last car you got there. I'm going to pee on your counter. I'm going to do it all to okay. show you how it feels. Okay. And you know what? You sound like a big burly man. It probably came out your ass. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't make it a habit of going out and taking a dump in the car. How sir. much do you weigh? Uh, About 400 pounds. That's your turd. That's, That's my turd, huh? Yes. That came up from a 400-pound man, huh? This is a 400-pound man, either that or a gorilla. Okay. I'm driving this car right to my lawyer's office. And I'm going to let the whole world see. You're going to be on the news this evening, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to get seven on my side. Watch. You're going to be on the news. Can you describe the, the, the piece of shit? I mean, what does it look like? You know what it is. It came out your ass. <laughs> what the oh. hell? You what kind of asking me what color? I tell you what. It smells ungodly. That's what it smells like. It smells like you sold your ass to the devil. That came from the pits of hell. Well, how big is it? How long is it? It's not as long as my arm. <laughs> I don't think it's fun. Why, y'all? This is not fun. I got a damn two-by-four in my back seat. You know, I think this I think this some racial shit, too. That's what this is. Uh-huh. I, little kids are running away from it. I'm glad y'all find this funny. <laughs> okay. You're probably... On the steering wheels too, don't you? Oh, all right, all right. How how long does it look like it's been sitting there? Steve is coming off of it, okay? <laughs> Steve, Steve is coming off of it. Yes. Well, you can't be there that long now, huh? I am taking this. It's a fresh turd. Okay. What you need to do is you need to bring that turd back. And we'll match it up. We got a lineup. We'll match it up with the uh, with the other turds that we have. Well, what you need to do is learn how to use a toilet. So you're not going to bring the turd back to me? No. You know what? Is this a sample? No. I'm starting to like it. <laughs> going to keep it as a fact? I'm going to keep it because it's a nice, you know what? It's a nice conversation piece. Okay, cool. Okay. Hey, thanks, sir. All right, thank you, brother. <laughs> You turd. 9.36 at 5.60 WQM. Happy Thursday to you. Seven votes on the poll. It's up already just uh, just only moments ago. Which of these do you think is giving the best coverage on the war? Uh, BBC has got three. Now, some people actually are able to see the BBC on um, what? On their digital cable? On the uh, community cable access thing, 32, I think it is. Yeah, and some people would. Now, uh, DirecTV also have BBC? I'm not really sure. I didn't bother checking at home. I don't know. We're supposed to have it on here. On here what? On our DirecTV in here. Oh, on our DirecTV in here that doesn't work? Yeah, that works. Yeah, that's another good thing. Let's see, the computer's all screwed up. I'm going to have to buy a new one for about a grand. And the uh, DirecTV, how about if I put a DirecTV thing in here in my name and get that thing working, huh? No, see, anything you want to get done in here, this, this, oh, this company the won't do here. it for They're us. They're supposed to be paying for it, and supposedly they are, but it Who, just doesn't work it? the station. They can't get anything right, man. These people, you, you notice how, they're, that was a classic example. 
the program director and the operations manager, instead of coming in like two minutes before nine or five to nine, you know, that's not requiring a lot. They come in in the middle of the show, missed a comedy bit there, the audience is pissed off about it. Probably cost us about a half a point in the next uh, trend. I'm telling you right now, can't get anything done right. You know that general I was talking about that's going to run Iraq after the war? Yeah. That Florida guy? Well, where did this story come from? Oh, the independent news in the U.K. U.S. general with Iraq rule linked to hardline Israelis. Oi! The retired general named civilian governor of occupied Iraq has visited Israel on a trip paid for by a right-wing group that strongly backs an American military presence in the Middle East. Oi! Oi! How do you like that? Lieutenant General Jay Garner, the coordinator for civilian administration in Iraq, put his name in October 2000 to a statement blaming Palestinians for the outbreak of Israeli-Palestinian violence and saying that a strong Israel was an important security asset to the U.S. The statement was sponsored by the Jewish Institute for National Security Affairs, JINSA, which pays for retired U.S. military officers to visit Israel for security briefings by Israeli officials and politicians. Richard Pearl, one of the architects of the U.S. invasion of Iraq, is a member of the Institute's Board of Advisors, as well as uh, Vice President Cheney was before he took office in 2001. You seeing the pattern here? Yes. Oh, all these testicles and tentacles, it all comes back to the same thing. Lieutenant General Garner went on Jinsi's uh, Jinsi's annual trip to Israel in 1998. Two years later, he and 42 other senior retired officers said, We are appalled by the Palestinian political and military leadership that teaches children and the mechanics of war while filling their heads with hate. The security of the state of Israel is a matter of great importance to U.S. policy in the Middle East and Eastern Mediterranean as well as around the world. A strong Israel is an asset that American military planners and political leaders can rely on. And it's just that kind of fair, right-down-the-middle policy by this administration that has all the Arabs hating us like poison. All that Ariel Sharon sucking, boot-licking crap. That's got, and, and we are rapidly becoming the most hated nation in the world. All right. Actually, there is something to say about that. Huh? I mean, once upon a time, there were a whole bunch of countries ahead of us on the hate list. I would say. About 30, man. But now we've passed them like they're standing still. And virtually anywhere you go in the world, they hate the U.S. like poison. They're starting to boycott yeah. uh, Coke and uh, McDonald's, which means they'll probably live a lot longer. It's things like that. They're uh, attacking McDonald's. They're throwing bricks in France. Yeah, well, those frogs, you know. Oh, yeah. Regardless, set, setting all the war stuff aside, you know, the French still are <coughs> pigs. We probably clean up the city. The fact that they're not going to be eating at McDonald's in Paris anymore, because they throw all the uh, stuff on the ground. They just eat it and they just throw all their garbage as they're walking. In fact, just like horses, it wouldn't surprise me if some of the French people pitch a loaf on the street as they're walking along, too. You know, like she said on a bit, pitch a loaf. 20, where the hell is the time going here today, man? I don't understand this. It, oh, we, we all, the whole show got thrown off by that intemperate visit by our uh, middle-level management people there. Not that we don't enjoy seeing them once in a great while. Oh, and we got very exciting news for you. Did you mention it yesterday? Now that we've crossed out another picture on the QM sales department, did you mention? Not officially. It's official. P.D. Lenny is gone. All right. He's working for some mortgage guy. He's gone. See, didn't I pick, don't I pick my spots yeah. pretty good? Came back just in time for him to be out of here, but I got a bigger treat I got <laughs> this morning. Ba, 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 ba. And even more exciting, well, no, nobody's more exciting than P.D. Lenny. But second in line, I would say. Hiya, Pally! Fat Boy was in here. Ba, 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 beep, beep, beep. How about that Rick Jenneret and those sabers? Ba, 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 beep, 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 beep. How about that mattress? It'll be there when you get back, Pally. Hiya, Pally! Nice seeing you, Jeff. Don't do it again. 19 till 10 at 560 WQM. We're just uh, biding some time here until some more, uh, more bombs drop. Big one. Well, they are dropping some small ones in Baghdad. Farmer's Market. 
things like that. Hey, let me tell you, Brandy's is uh, celebrating a big anniversary this year, 25 years in business for Brandy Shoes in Pompano Beach. And, of course, like we keep telling you, any independent little family shoe store, well, it's not little anymore, that's been around for nearly a quarter of a century has got to be doing something right, like offering a fantastic, unbeatable selection of men's and women's famous brand shoes like Rockport's, Echoes, Mephisto, Timberland, Clark's, SAS, Floorsheim, all the top names in the universe. And they got a wide range of sizes, whether you have gigantic, huge feet or little teeny, tiny ones. they got men's sizes 6 to 15, women's 5 to 12, and widths from the very uh, narrow to the very wide, if you got a big, fat one and a foot, too. And don't forget, the professional sales staff knows your feet inside and out to make sure you get a perfect fit, give you great service. And with over 40,000 pairs of shoes in stock in their 8,000-square-foot mega store, you can be damn sure that what you're looking for, they got it. So when you need shoes, get into Brandy Shoes, where there's always a sale or special promotion going on. Brandy's is a great, spectacular place to shop for shoes. You'll find them at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach, open daily 9 to 9, Sundays 10 to 5. It's a great time to buy Rockport's this week at Brandy's. Take 20% off all men's and women's Rockport styles in stock. Be sure to visit Brandy's at brandyshoes.com on the web as well. Live, Live and local, we're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Where are you going? Oh, out to the backyard to collect some stones. Oh, do you mean... Yes, I must drag you to the town square where you will, of course, be stoned to death. You'll be mesmerized as you follow the lives of the Ahmed family and how they deal with the many problems that plague them. Oh, may I speak with you, my esteemed father? Yes, my son. <laughs> oh, father, last night I used illegal drugs. Well, what do you know? You are one lucky boy. Oh, why is that, father? You are going to get stoned two nights in a row. <laughs> you won't want to miss the guiding Shiite. The guiding Shiite is shot on location in Baghdad, Iraq. <laughs> 9.48, a lot of people getting shot in downtown Baghdad, Iraq, I'll tell you that. Even people, the schleppers at the market, you know. Well, just, uh, we got bad aims sometimes. Just like that Chinese embassy. Remember that? Sure. You know, we had a zillion callers on the board there, and most of them ran away because I didn't get right to them. You just, just keep your pants on, okay? Just relax. We'll get to some calls here eventually when I feel like it. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Which of these do you think is given the best war coverage? We asked on neilrogers.com. Don't know, not watching any of it. 16 out of 76. How can you not be watching any of it? Do you really it, believe everywhere. that? Driving down the road. How can you not be? I hear it's on HB. Oh! Even. BBC 17, CNN 10. I'm sorry, BBC 13, CNN 10. And now it's changing again. 11 for CNN. The Internet 11. Fox News 9, MSNBC 9, CBC 4, NBC 7, ABC 1, CBS only 1. CBS will get a lot more than that if Dan would just butch up just a little bit. <laughs> Come on, Dan, cut the crap already. We, people are talking all over the place. Dr. Laura Spy report from one of our faxers out there. It says, because George sucks on the air and has a voice that mirrors the feeling you get when somebody takes their nails down a chalkboard. A high compliment, George. He said, I was forced to listen to 610 WIOD during your show yesterday. To that end, Dr. My Opinion Counts and Yours does not open her show with the article about the Condoleezza Rice situation and the apology issued by WQAM. She did mention your name on several occasions. All right. And even read the uh, lyrics and explained that it was the, to the tune of Mona Lisa by Nat King Cole. She should have at least sung it, you know. Her agenda was to illustrate how the liberal left can air a parody about blacks and nothing happens, but if the right-wingers did the same thing, there'd be an uprising. A nothing little bit, happens. A little bit old and stale, Dr. Laura. Just a little, kind of like her material. Kind of like her bag. A little bit old like and her, stale. Like her mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like her mom's carpets. 
Old and moldy. Wow. Well, that's that's what you're doing. You're driving them over to Dr. Laura. Say. Nice going. That's really desperate. All you commie pinkos, man, there's a, there's a place you want to avoid like the plague. 610, because you'll trace, even if you turn it on for a second, they'll tap into your radio, and they'll try hunt you down and put you in a goddamn camp. Here's a call from Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Mocha Color Brother Truck Driver checking in. All right. Uh, BBC America 264 Satellite. No. And BBC uh, comes on Channel 2 at 6 in the morning and 6 in the afternoon. Well, but yeah, but that's only a little bit here and there. It's better than nothing, I guess. Yeah, but I watch um, BBC America about 6 and when I get home about 3. Great. Usually. Um, it, now, now, have you noticed the difference between the way they're reporting the war and the American networks? Oh, no doubt. I wish I could get the CBC. I heard you talking about, oh, even though what? Um, I think it was yesterday or the day before, um, C-SPAN showed um, the CBC for about an hour. Good. Good for them. So and the CBC is doing the far and away the best because they're right down the middle. They're objective. They're not sugarcoating. They don't have any embedded reporters. They're not in bed with anybody. They're not doing all of these human interest uh, hearts and flowers stories to try to glamorize the war and make people right. into personalities. And uh, you really get the, the accurate information. Yeah, I wish I could catch them more. Uh, yesterday, um, Jesse Ventura was on Harbaugh. And, uh, I, I saw some of that. And he said something that I thought when I first heard these emotional cripples, as you like to call them, yeah. start screaming about, oh, they're not fighting fair, they're hiding in yeah. civilians, they're all this. But we're dropping bombs right. from out in the, the, the sea, mm-hmm. and you know, oh, they should fight us straight up. I mean, we're fighting people who we, we just like a high school bully beating up on a kindergarten. No. Basically. They, they should all put on T-shirts that have an ID, good guy, bad guy, evildoer, right. and so we can identify them and eliminate the bad ones easily and wipe them out, and they should just lay down and die and let us uh, do what we want. Right, and Jesse Ventura basically said, hey, look, uh, he was talking about Senator Graham from uh, South Carolina. Yeah. He said, look, just shut up and grow up. I mean, No, Senator, no, no, Edwards, John Edwards. No, no, it was um, Graham from uh, South Carolina. No, Gra- Graham? That's North Carolina, Edwards. Graham is from... There's uh, a Senator Graham? Yeah, the, uh, okay. I must, right. have, I must have missed that one. Right. He was on there just before uh, Ventura came on there, but he basically was saying that, listen, just grow up. These, we are invaders in their country, and these people are trying to survive and fight and um, basically um, defend their country, whether we agree with them or not. Exactly. They're trying and to I, stay alive. I, I realize that's quite a you know quite a concept, but they're trying right. to stay alive. Yeah, we should just they should just roll over and die and lay down. Now you got it. Now you're getting flowers, around. Throw flowers. Yeah. All right, Neil. And candy, okay. And the uh, thing about the Basra, about the big uprising, didn't happen. Right. Didn't happen. <laughs> if you turned on the CBC, uh didn't happen. BBC said the same thing. Uh, guess what? Was no uprising. And they were reporting that for two or three days. And you notice, I kept wondering, well, how come we don't have any more about that? You know, well, what, what's the deal? Didn't happen. Like the government in disarray. Oh. Remember that? Yeah, about the fact that they were ready to all these negotiations that were going on with the high-level officials, and it was just a matter of moments before they were going to, like, surrender and uh, turn over Saddam and yada, 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 hand us the keys to the kingdom. Didn't happen. I mean, I wish it would be over, like, in about five minutes would be good. How many minutes? Well, at least... About 30, man! No, that's too long. I don't have the appetite for that anymore. But now they're saying it could last for months. Officers say war could last for months. This is from the Washington Post, who are very, by the way, uh, hawkish and gung-ho for the war, in spite of their liberal reputation. Despite the rapid advance of Army and Marine forces across Iraq over the past week, this is in today's Washington Post, some senior U.S. military officers are now convinced that the war is likely to last for months and will require considerably more combat power than is now on hand there. And in Kuwait, senior defense officials said yesterday, 
combination of wretched weather, although the weather's better today, look out, long and insecure supply lines, and an enemy that's refused to be supine in the face. Now, see, there is the line we were just talking about. How an, an, dare they? An enemy that has refused to be supine, in other words, roll over and play dead in the face of American military might, has led to a broad reassessment by some top generals of U.S. military expectations and timelines. Some of them see even a potential threat of a drawn-out fight that sucks in more and more U.S. forces. It sucks, all right. Both on the battlefield and in, in Iraq and the Pentagon conference rooms, military commanders were talking yesterday about a longer, harder war than ever expected just a week ago, the official said. That's what Dixie Normus told Clarence. Longer and harder than he expected. You notice how Clarence was in such a good mood this morning? He might have got some. Rectum. Of that Dixie. In fact, he was singing Dixie on the way out of here. 567. 0560, pound 560 on a 8. I told you about him a long time ago, didn't I? Oh, believe me, trust me. He puts on a good act. Maricon. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. We've got 107 votes. BBC with 20 votes. And, of course, if anybody here could see the CBC, which has six votes, but if people here, I mean, those must be a Canadian. Or maybe some people saw that on C-SPAN, the CBC coverage, like he said. You think? No. I could think. be. I mean, it's like you're watching two different events in the world, two right, different wars. Right. In fact, that would be a good bit for Boca Bryan to the tune of two different worlds, two different wars. We're watching two different, you know what I'm saying? Right. I can just hear that now already. He's on it. I mean, he is on it. Drugs. Mushrooms. Two Christian organizations ready to convert the Iraqis. There you go. No, yeah. Dad. Everywhere we go, we got to convert those uh, heathen bastards. That's right. Put away those flying carpets. And get with the Lord. Two leading evangelical Christian missionary organizations say they have teams of workers poised to enter Iraq to address the physical and spiritual needs of a large Muslim population. <laughs> the Southern Baptist Convention, the country's largest Protestant denomination, and the Reverend Franklin Graham's Samaritan's Purse. Oh, this reverend carries a purse. Say workers are near the Iraq border in Jordan, ready to go in as soon as it's safe. Call them when it's safe. <laughs> The relief and missionary work is certain to be closely watched because both Graham and the Southern Baptist Convention have been at the heart of controversial evangelical denunciations of Islam, the world's second largest religion. In other words, they've, they've said, you're heathen bastards, you're going to rot in hell. So get with it. Get with Jesus. Both organizations say their priority will be to provide food, shelter, and other needs to Iraqis ravaged by recent war years of neglect. But if the situation presents itself, they will also share their Christian faith in a country that's estimated to be 98% Muslim and about 1% Christian. So it's a great opportunity for the Goyim, baby. Good for business. In fact, you know how many people I think are going to convert? About 30, man. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. Get off this instant. When you wake up, she plays. Here, I think we're getting freeped on this poll. Fox News all of a sudden very mysteriously just shot up to the top 
Which of these do you think is giving the best war coverage? Fox News 24, do we believe that? No. No. BBC 22. I mean, even an innocuous poll like this, those crazy, those rabid right-wingers, oh, we got to get in there and free it. Let's free it. Let's... These are crazy people. Like that. They're nuts. What difference does it make? It's not going to change anything. Oh, it's big Every, Everybody in this audience knows about what the fascist news network is. They know that it's all a spin all day, all propaganda, even a little more so than the other ones are doing now. BBC 22, don't know, don't watch any of it, 20. The Internet, 18. MSNBC, 17. CNN, 16. I sure hope. Oh, and guess what? After I did that scathing attack on Aaron Brown and his pasty red uh, muskrat wig, all of a sudden the red wig turned black the next night. Huh. Yeah, it turned black. He must have borrowed Ronnie Reagan's shoe polish. He must have had some leftover kiwi, you think? Or some hair. I, I, I. He's dying it over there at CNN. <laughs> The unctuous, idiotic, whimpering, simpering Aaron Brown. <laughs> Let's see. Now, see, somebody faxes this to us. CBC News World International is Channel 366 DirecTV. And I flip on 366 here on our DirecTV, and it ain't coming in because we're not paying for it. Again, oh, uh, what I'm told is we are paying for it. We're just not getting it. Well, but how, how many years has that been going on here now? See, that's just total incompetence on the part of middle-level management here, who are very in and coming, good at coming in the middle of the show and disrupting what's going on here. But when it comes to, here we are in the middle of a goddamn war, okay? Yeah. It's not bad enough that nobody with a brain is going to be listening to us if they want to know what's going on in the world except during this show. That's not bad enough. But you'd think that at least they'd provide us with uh, with some stuff, you know? We don't even have a goddamn newswire in spite of Clarence's promises months and months and months ago. Remember that crap? Oh, we're getting yeah. an AP newswire. It's something like that, yeah. Sure we are, and you're going to get laid too, Clarence. Right. In fact, that's our poll question tomorrow. What's going to happen first? We're going to have access to every channel in the world, and AP Newswire, and all the other good stuff. Or Clarence is going to get laid. Is there any doubt? No. No. It's not all CBC News all the time. It's been showing a lot of their Iraq coverage during the day. Well, thank you very much, but unfortunately, we don't have that here because we work for a bunch of cheap bastards here who don't want to support. They don't want to provide anything for us. And these people, well, you know, when you're out of town, you're out of touch. Bullcrap, when I'm out of town, I'm in touch with everything. I got the CBC and the BBC. I'll give you that city pulse up, uh, right. that thing about the shock and all. We were hours ahead of most everybody else, or at least an hour anyway. At least a few minutes. About 30, man. Yeah, ahead of everybody else. And when you're here, you're stuck with the, uh, you know, the, the great resources of uh, Beasley Broadcasting, <laughs> which is a bunch of old broken down crap. 162 votes on here, and the Fox people are freeping, so we better get our own people to start freeping back. We'll have a war on this. How oh, we better freep the poll, freep the poll. I can just see those people sitting around in their underwear, surfing the Internet, looking at pictures of 10-year-old girls and boys. I can just see them now. You know the type. Gilbert just called again. Gilbert is still calling? <laughs> yep, on the air, too. And why isn't this place doing anything about it? <laughs> oh, that's right, I forgot. The phone I doesn't forgot work. where we were. Cable where uh, the satellite the, we're paying the for phone doesn't, doesn't work. work. The satellite, our uh, direct TV is a piece of crap. We're not getting the things that we're paying for. The computer in here that I bought uh, years ago is like broken down and old. I'm going to have to fork into my own pocket, and the, which, which I can afford it. But it's pretty pretty embarrassing when you work for a company and you got like a do-it-yourself studio, including the. We wouldn't even have the TV set if it wasn't for uh, Jeff Cohen. The TV and the VCR up there. And the satellite, if it wasn't for those right. nice people at uh, that Digital place. Digital World Satellite. Digital World Satellite, five years ago. I'll tell you one thing, boy. This place has sure provided us with a lot of crap. <laughs> Mostly crap. That's all they dish out is crap. Although I saw the billboards this morning coming to work on the turnpike. Saw my billboard. The one that says, Oh, God. A nice likeness of me. 
And then I also a little bit up the Hershey Highway. They're almost back to back, almost cheek to cheek. Rectum. There was Mo. It said Howard David WQM. And very small letters too, you know. Oh, and speaking of Mo, you'll notice. See, we're not petty like him. If you go on our website, are they, are they still on there? The billboards. If you go to the website, you'll notice where it says we're uh, billboard intensive now, finally, et cetera, and so on. Uh, we have all the billboards on there. The one for Mandage, the one for uh, Hank, the one for uh, We Have Balls for Donna Shalala, and the one for uh, Mo and then my five, my peer. They're all on there. We're not petty here, unlike certain other people on the radio station who only want to promote their own thing, their own bag. Well, the only reason the Mo they're into their own is bag. The only reason the Mo one is on there because that's Carlos' home address. Under that overpass, right. under that billboard. Yeah. And who bought you the ladder? Diana Tape Bombshell, Charles is gay. Oi! This according to the National Enquirer. Ready for that? What, what have I been telling you for a long time about the reason Tony Blair is involved with the, the Bushmeister in this war? Devin, I said he's got the naked pictures of Prince Charles and a butler. They're both gay, according to uh, certain sources. Secret diaries could kill his dream of being king, but of course he could always be queen. Prince Charlie, with those big ears. All the better. Can you just imagine all the better to hold on to? Hold on to those ears while he's... Oh, I don't, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> oh. I hear the royal family is in arrears on some of their obligations. Prince Charles is gay, exclamation point, says the Inquirer. Princess Diana made that explosive accusation in bombshell videotape she recorded as her loveless marriage crumbled, and the secret diaries could spell the end of Charles' dream of becoming king. On the tape, she talks about catching her husband and his personal servant, Michael Fawcett, in one of Charles' private bedrooms, saying they looked uncomfortable and uneasy. Maybe it was a bad fit. He's too close to Fawcett, a distraught die confesses the camera rolled. Charles confides more in Fawcett than he does in me. The whole situation is completely impossible. I feel completely isolated, she said. What can you do when your husband is in an unhealthy relationship with a servant, with his man-child? Branded an arrogant snob who bullies junior staff but fawns over Charles, Fawcett is so close to the prince that he literally... Oh, when you hear this, you will just crap your pantaloonies. Fawcett is so close to the prince that he literally squeezes the toothpaste on the royal toothbrush for him and once held a bottle when Charles had to supply a urine sample for a doctor's exam. I want you to get in your no, mind... No, Yes. No. He squeezes the toothpaste on the royal toothbrush for the prince... For Bonnie Prince Charlie, don't call him Bonnie. And once held a bottle no, when Charlie had to, to supply that. a urine sample for the squirt, squirt doctor's exam. Calm blue ocean, calm blue ocean, calm blue ocean. <laughs> oh man, it sounds real. Gay. What did I tell you about all the queens at Buckingham Palace, man? There's not just one. I'd say there's about thirty, man. Yeah, at least. Nine minutes past ten at 560 WQM. We got those trends, more Arbor trends, ratings, numbers, all kinds of good stuff to talk about at 1130, which will kill some good time. Since this audience is kind of, ah, come see, come saw. I'll take some calls when I get around to it. Just relax there. Hang on. We'll get to you. Or not. They're still creeping with our poll, by the way. They're still dicking with it. You're not fooling anybody. As a matter of fact, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, Eric, if you're listening, take Fox News off. Just take it off. Isn't that a good idea? That'll learn them. Yeah, that'll... No, seriously, if you want to free bar poll and it becomes as obvious and apparent as this, we'll just take whatever choice you like off the poll. And you can go free somebody else's poll. We're not going to dick around with you assholes, with you paranoid delusion of lunatics and underwear. Oh, by the way, Guiding Light is on, delayed. Well, it's too late now, Danny. What else is there? Although she comes around at the end of the show, because this is the one yesterday they had on uh, in Canada. 
not only do they have it on tape delay on Channel 4 here, but it's the previous day's show, just like Passions. The previous day's show. And today's the day that, uh, what's his name, finds out that Alan Spaulding is really his father and not, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Santos. Jose Santos. Ten past ten at 560 WQM. If you want to get yourself a bed, there's a smart way to do it, and that is not getting into your car or pickup truck and schlepping all over town to bedding in department stores looking to get ripped off. Just make one easy call. Over a million people have bought a mattress the smart way, including me from Dollar Mattress, and hundreds more smart folks are doing it every week. You want to be smart, get you a great new name brand mattress, unbeatable price, unbeatable delivery deal by calling 1-800-MATTRES right now. You'll have a great night's sleep for months and years to come. It's the easiest thing in the world, just one easy call, 1-800-MATTRESS. they got the best Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coral, every size and style. And Dollar Mattress is ranked number one in the world in customer satisfaction, and they got more repeat and referral customers than anybody else because they know how to treat you right and give you unbeatable deals. Once you buy your mattress from Dollar Mattress, you'll never, I guarantee you, go back and waste time and money in a showroom again. And don't forget, when you do buy your mattress from Dollar Mattress, they set up the new one and take away that crappy old, crusty, crummy old bedding for free. That's right, Dollar Mattress sets up the new, takes away the old bedding for free. So make the call now because every night if you get a good night's sleep, you wake up in the morning feeling refreshed like a real human being. If you want a great night's sleep for years to come, call 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S for Dollar Mattress, the easiest, the smartest way to get you a great new name brand bed. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. David's a bitch. This spring, Fox TV breaks new ground. As a follow-up to the smash hit Married by America, Fox presents a show with even more on the line. These three Al-Qaeda operatives will tell you about themselves. They'll admit past transgressions. They'll introduce you to their families. Then, after several weeks, you pick the lucky terrorist that will be maimed by America. Let's meet a couple of the contestants right now. My name is Tony. I've lived all over the world. But most recently, I had a condo in Islamabad. Before that, I lived in Patterson, New Jersey. I enjoy making my own exploding shoelaces and developing weapons of mass destruction in my own garage. Terrorist number two. Uh, first off, I resent the use of the word terrorist. I am a freedom fighter. Sure you are. My name is Khalib Sheikh Yabouri. I live in my car under the Golden Gate Bridge with my nine untraceable cell phones. In my spare time, I enjoy sending anonymous threatening letters to congressmen, and I play Deuteronomy in the Toronto Players production of Cats. All right, colleague, shake your booty. I think we've heard enough. Wait a minute, what about the other guys? I don't think there's any need to continue. You're going to be maimed by America. Now, when you say maimed, now what's that all about? Do I, do I recover from this? Not so much. Not even after a lengthy hospital stay? Not so much. Oh! You shot me in the foot! Ooh, can you still walk? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm limping pretty good. Uh, lost a lot of blood, but, uh, but I'm okay. Oh, you shot me in the other foot! Can you walk? No! Then you've been maimed by America this spring on Fox. 1016, I see the more things change, the more they stay the same. I see that Tim Potts is still faxing, but he... he crosses out yeah. his phone number on there, and he doesn't put the name. But it's still the same uh, Tim Potts, okay? Leave us alone, Tim. You're bothering us. Big time. Haven't seen any scrawling from little Jerry, by the way. Oh, he must really? not. Hi, he must not know I'm back. Why, have you been getting it on a regular basis? Not lately. Nah, see, he probably gave up. Oh, gee, hope we didn't chase little Jerry away. And how come we don't have those promos for all these appearances you've got today? You were telling me you got two appearances today. 
I, that's why I said that. Will you just relax? <laughs> Jesus. Look at how many, how many appearances George got today. About 30, man. Yeah. Going to be a busy beaver, I'll tell you that. <clears throat> George will be out today after the show 2 to 4 at the Deauville Hotel, Miami Beach, for the Lifestyles Convention, trying to get laid again. Stop by for all the festivities. It's a couples-only event. Well, what does that mean? In other words, you don't want a bunch of old queens hanging around? Is that what that means? Oh, get that away from me. I don't want to see that. Anyway, then, if you didn't get laid there, from 5 to 7 o'clock, you can stop by a Bass Pro Outlet located off I-95 Griffin Road. Spin that QAM wheel for QAM prizes, <laughs> including uh, Heat and Canes tickets, which, of course, nobody wants. Canes tickets, huh? We still got the Canes Ooh. on this station? How's Donna Shalala doing? Billboard's still up, right? The billboard better still be up with all those logos on it, including U of M. Freaking Donna Shalala, who are you kidding? And by the way, Donna, just in case you might be listening to the show this morning. Hurricane fucking blow. Yeah, that's for you, sweetheart. We got balls. You don't. In fact, we should add that. You know what? <laughs> we should put that on the billboard. We've got balls and in big print on the bottom and big bold print, and U of M doesn't. Although, Donna, I'm not too sure about her. Five. In fact, I've got a pretty good idea. Five six seven oh five sixty. Pound 560 on it. You know how many balls she's got? About 30, man. Anyway, let's take a call or two because they're, uh, you know, they're getting impatient. Here's Pompano. Hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, before I uh, get a little couple of war comments, did you happen to see the um, the movie The, Str the Stranger Beside Me? Was yes. Was USA when they asked what to think of it? The Stranger Beside Me with... Uh... with uh, it, was, it was like last week. Ann Rule's book was made into a movie. On yeah, USA. but it, that wasn't a new movie. Wasn't that an old movie? Oh, no. No, it was, uh, it was new. It was just past week. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't see that one. Oh. Maybe I read the book because I know. Oh, yeah, I yeah. I read the, actually, I read the book on your on your recommendation a few years ago. Right. It was, it was excellent. No, I did not see that. And uh, actually, it's on. I know you've got um, Ultimate TV as do I. You could do the old search, but USA tomorrow at three and like Friday night at one a.m. Well, one a.m. Saturday morning, I guess, um, on the USA Network. If you want to check it out, bad. It's kind of a mini version of uh, the Deliberate Stranger that was made way back when with right. uh, what's his face Harmon. Mm -hmm. But a uh, pretty bizarre story. I mean, the book, you know, just kind of brought back memories of the book. It's probably been about ten years since I read the book. And the good news, by the way, for anybody who wonders, Ted Bundy's still dead. That's the good news. Um, well, you know, you talk a lot about about the talking heads, and I can never bring myself to listen to Rush or even Randy on the other side. Have you ever heard? Mike, <laughs> have you ever heard Mike Savage at night, the Savage Nation? I, I wouldn't watch him if uh, they paid me five thousand dollars a second. Oh, I don't even know. He's on TV as well. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't. Yeah, they, the MSNBC, out of their desperation to uh -huh. catch up with Fox and all the right-wingers, which isn't going to work, right. out of their desperation, they put on that uh, Joe Scarborough guy, that right-wing former congressman, yep. and now also Michael Savage late tonight. And if I see either oh. puss on my screen, I, the, the set automatically goes someplace you else. Are, you are correct. I mean, I'll flick around the dial at night, and half the time there's nothing on but Kane's games or Heat games. And I'll tune on FTL because it comes in so that, that's why CNN during the war is, uh, you know, so rapidly uh, pro-war and so right-wing and hawkish, is because they're also trying to like out, out right-wing oh, Fox. This guy's saying that that poor army, uh, that 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 unit that we had that made the wrong turn the other day, well, it was sabotaged from within, just like this Muslim guy that no. shot his. I mean, the guy is just as bizarre as it gets. I don't paranoid know and talking. delusional, like most right-wingers, paranoid and delusional. Oh, and, and you know what? I don't understand too how why people would be upset. And you touched on it earlier. The rules of war. What rules of war? Rules of no, get it right, sir. Rules of engagement. Ah. Oh. God, it's like the same thing. That means you have to go out and buy a nice ring with a big diamond in it. You know, as much as it disgusts me, first of all, that we're over there in the first place, but what do you expect? I mean, you're dealing with a bunch of barbarians. The, look, look, there are two, two expressions. That's one of them. Rules of engagement. And what's the other one we heard before? Oh, oh for a friendly fire. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. Friendly fire. There are no accidents. It's just friendly fire. Oops, we killed yeah. the wrong people. And for people to be appalled at this, uh, surprised or appalled that these things are happening over there, they're out of their minds. I mean, that's... Uh, uh, you almost see George W. in the back room talking with his mind, hearing about this. You know, I can't believe this is happening. He knows. Yeah, thanks. Have Neil. a great day, pal. Thank Good luck to us. Okay, 80 million open lines here today. This is very... Dis of course, George was on yesterday. Five... What? Nothing. Must have had a lot of calls yesterday because you were doing that movie thing. Doing screenless, so uh, yeah, <clears> I rang <throat> off the hook. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Amazingly, that Fox News network disappeared from our poll. <gasps> Those freepers are having a nervous breakdown. If see if this computer wasn't so screwed up, I would go to freerepublic.com during the break, which I always <laughs> do. No, no, to the see if they're actually the freeping. Huh? The show will be over, but but because the computer is so screwed up and so old and ancient. Probably almost as old as uh, George himself. About 30, man. But because of that, it would just take me too long, and uh, we don't have the time. But, but rather than wasting our time with that, all we got to do is just eliminate which we did. Nice going, Eric. Which of these do you think is giving the best war coverage? Don't know, not watching any of it, 32. BBC 29, MSNBC 28, The Internet 26, CNN 22, CBC 14, eh? NBC 10, ABC 5, and poor Dan, man. Poor Dan Rather and CBS only got three votes. <laughs> wow. Three votes for CBS. And I would agree with that. They're doing a pretty piss-poor job. They, most of the time, they got like Dan sitting in the studio alone emoting, getting very despondent and depressed, and there are people dying, and he's got that really pasty look on his puss, and not really doing an awful lot. Got a great column from the Globe and Mail from yesterday. No, sorry, like ripped it out right on the airplane. How Bush kicked the expletive out of the Geneva Conventions. He said, the people who mistreat the prisoners will be treated as war criminals, so says George W. Bush. And so they should be, writes Paul Knox. That video footage of U.S. soldiers being subjected to a humiliating public display and harsh interrogation, possibly after beatings, was disgusting. Iraqi soldiers should respect long-standing norms for treatment of prisoners of war, even though we know better than to expect the same from Saddam Hussein. But nothing George Bush says on the subject of Geneva Conventions and international legal standards is likely to convince anybody. He has unleashed the greatest onslaught against international law of any U.S. president in living memory. He has torn up arms control agreements and worked to, <coughs> worked to sabotage the International Criminal Court. In his campaign against terrorism, he has not only flouted the venerable Geneva Accords, but sought to deny suspects the benefits of the law as he has sworn to uphold. Extensive U.S. press reports, challenged only by the most, in the most general terms by the Bush administration, have revealed that U.S. interrogators are using borderline torture techniques against suspected terrorists. The toughest methods are used at Bagram Air Force Base in Afghanistan and on the Indian Ocean island of Diego Garcia. There, stress and duress tactics include sleep deprivation, questioning under pain, and subjecting the subjects to extremes of cold and heat. More disturbingly, U.S. officials acknowledge that some terrorist suspects have been turned over to countries such as Pakistan and Jordan, which Washington's own annual human rights reports accuse of practicing torture. We don't kick the expletive out of them, the Schmidt, one official told the Washington Post. We send them to other countries so they can kick the Schmidt out of them. This despite the fact that the U.S. is a party, along with 131 other countries, to the 1987 Convention Against Torture. Mr. Bush insists on calling his counter-terrorism campaign a war, yet the hundreds of prisoners rounded up since September of 2001 are not accorded the status of prisoners of war under the Geneva Conventions. Hundreds have been held incognito and without charge for more than a year. The U.S. government says they are unlawful combatants subject to no laws whatsoever because they're neither U.S. citizens nor held on U.S. soil. It says it can hold them for as long as it wants with no access to lawyers or judicial oversight. Shamefully, U.S. courts appear to agree. 
The next time you see a video of captive U.S. troops in Iraq, spare a thought for the 18 Afghans released this month from the U.S. prison camp at Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. They showed up yesterday in Kabul, cleared for what it's worth of suspicion. One of them, Saliman Shah, told Agents France Press that he'd been picked up in northern Afghanistan by forces of the savage warlord Abdul Rashid Dostum. He said he was tortured and kept for days without food before being turned over to U.S. forces, eventually spending 18 months in a two-meter square cell at Guantanamo. Mr. Shaw said he had no connection to the former Taliban regime or al-Qaeda, and apparently his U.S. interrogators eventually came to believe him. Another prisoner, identified only as Bismillah, spent more than a year at Guantanamo. His crime was failing to answer when asked by U.S. interrogators in Afghanistan about the location of Taliban units. He's deaf, he said he couldn't understand them. The treatment of terrorism suspects falls for short, fall short of the standards Mr. Bush wants others to uphold. Here is the commitment the United States should make. We pledge to one of our obligations as a party to the Geneva Conventions and the International Convention Against Torture. Suspected terrorists captured by U.S. forces or, uh, or agents outside U.S. territory will henceforth be treated either as prisoners of war under the Geneva Conventions or in accordance with laws and judicial precedents of the U.S. Employees of the U.S. government and members of its armed forces are expressly prohibited from engaging in torture, condoning torture, or acquiescing in the application of torture. Suspected terrorists and prisoners of war will only be transferred to the custody of other countries on condition they are not tortured. The U.S. will closely monitor their conditions of detention to ensure that torture is not used. If Mr. Bush could bring himself to say that in public, his case against the Iraqis would be far more compelling, wrote Paul Knox in yesterday's Globe and Mail. For what it's worth, as Buffalo Springfield would say. 5670560. There's something with his phone, you know what? Like there's almost nobody on it. Huh? My fault. What do you mean by that? I was on yesterday. You had a million calls yesterday. Well, they weren't real. They don't want to talk to me. They don't want to, like, uh, have any they material. They didn't want to talk to me either. They wanted to say, 190 votes on the pool. MSNBC has now moved to the front, which uh, is also bogus. You know what I think? What we'll do is we'll... <laughs> By the end of the show, the pool will be blank. Right? That's a good idea. We'll just keep taking names off of there. We could just put a bunch of dots with nothing next. Yeah. One, That's two, not a bad three. idea. Now, don't take it off of there yet, though, Eric. Okay, give them a fighting chance. MSNBC, no, need, they need help. A lot of help. Very, uh, in fact, Jesse Ventura's brought a whole new audience to MSNBC. About 30, man. 27 after 9, at 10 at 560 WQM. Just an hour away from those big numbers, man. <laughs> They're going to be dreadful, deadly. Hey, have you got $2,000 or more on a credit card? If so, then listen to this. Debitated Consumer Counseling will help you, and it'll cost you nothing. That's right, it costs you zero. Debitated is a non-profit company. They'll contact the companies you owe money to, and they'll cut your payments in half. Call 1-800-4-NO-DEBT. That's 1-800, the number 4, and the letters N-O-D-E-B-T. And Debitated will help you cut your interest rate, eliminate late fees, and save your credit. It'll cost you nothing. The bank pays Debitated, and you pay nothing. So if you're tired of battling credit card debt, call Debitated at 1-800-4-NO-DEBT. Call and find out how Debitated can help you. You've got nothing to lose. If you've got real problems with credit card debt, high interest rates, and late fees, and you've just had it, call Debitated Consumer Counseling, and they'll be handling it for you from there. Call right now, toll-free, 1-800-4-NO-DEBT. And don't forget, it costs you nothing. Live and local, this, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. How young is too young? On the next crocodile hunter. Oceans no longer protect us. Oceans no longer protect us. Crikey, you smell that? It's a right-winged parrot. The Barosakamis. The Barosakamis. Oh, they're a strange lot. They have the ability of speech. But their brain span is much too small to answer a question. 
They only talk over you with pre-programmed sound points. Gases on people, pop! Gases on people, pop! Look, there's a fat one sitting in front of its TV. The fizzle that for 12 years, pop! The fizzle that for 12 years, pop! Now, watch this then. I wrecked 9-11, pop! I wrecked 9-11, pop! <clears throat> then why do terrorists come from Saudi Arabia? Well, let me ask you this. No, I want to know why Bush let the Ben Ladens escape and why there's no longer any concern about Osama and how can you support a war that is unarmed country that's a sociopath. I hate the French. There, you see? All hail Pax America. All hail Pax America. It's bloody scary. Let's roll. Let's roll. That's tonight on Animal Planet. 10.32, I'm really pissed off because tonight is Thursday, obviously, and I thought that ABC would have the Hot Couples contest done again, or whatever. That wasn't Hot Couples. What was the name of that show, Who's Hot? Uh, yeah. Are You Hot? Are You Hot? Are You Hot? Are You Hot? No. Could use a couple of degrees to crank it down a little bit. But anyway, so uh, they got some goddamn figure skating crap on tonight. Maybe that's because Howard uh, sued them or something. Maybe that show's not going to be on for a while. Maybe <gasps> it's in limbo. Because Howard Sperm sued Could them? Be. It's all Lorenzo's fault. And speaking of Howard Sperm, by the way, uh, that fax that came right at the end of the show on Tuesday, that really frosted my ass. About how Howard Sperm is sucking up to the oh. Bush people oh. into this war. I mean, here is a guy, those are the very people that have been trying to get his ass off the air for years. Yeah, but now he's a millionaire. No, but that's not the point. I mean, have some balls, will you? He's got nothing to lose. He can afford to do it. <laughs> have some balls like us. Here at QAM, we got balls, Donna. <laughs> And he, he like, just goose steps in line because it's the safe thing to do. I bet she doesn't even really believe it. I, I can't for a minute believe that he believes that this is uh, makes any sense. Conflicted in Coral Springs says, I've been watching the periodic feed of the CBC on C-SPAN. I do not share your view that the CBC is unbiased. The attitude of the CBC coverage seems to be cynical and very critical. No, I don't agree with that at all. Because of the fact they're not goose-stepping along, that doesn't make it uh, un unbiased. You just don't like the fact that they're not, uh, you know, they're not falling into line. They're given both sides. They're not just given one side. They give all sides. It says it's sort of like looking at Fox News in reverse. No, I don't think so. This war and the people's opinions of it seem to be more of a referendum on George Bush than rather an opinion of the war itself. What? Huh? I was just going to say. The people's opinions of the war seem to be more of a referendum on George Bush? With all of its faults taken into account, the most unbiased coverage of the war seems to be the BBC Worldwide, which is available 24 hours on XM Radio. Anyway, as Gregory Peck said to David Nevin and the Guns of Neron, we're up to this, uh, in, uh, to our next, and there's no going back now. I, I'm sorry. I've been watching CBC heavy duty now for weeks, and for a week now since the war started. And believe you me when I tell you, uh, th th there's no way that it's like Fox News on the other side. It's not biased. It's just the fact there's a lot of stuff in there that's critical of the way this is being covered. Embedded my ass. Let me say it again. Embedded journalists, my ass. Cheerleaders is what we're talking about. Cheerleaders who also, by the way, are in dangerous positions, putting their lives on the line. Here's a call from Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Welcome back. Yes, sir. Uh, you had sick yesterday? I beg your pardon? Were you had sick yesterday? Uh, half and half, yeah. Half, half sick and half traveling. Is that AIDS kicking in? Oh, yeah. Good one. Five six seven oh five sixty. That's the best. Don't don't even waste your time. Why are you wasting your time? We just got these fixed. I, I don't care with you. I don't want to watch that while I'm here. I don't want to see that. That drives me up the wall. Not going to get on the air. It's the same old tired crap. And uh, who gives a crap? Twenty six years plus later, and it's still the same thing they got. And we got two calls on the board. You know, I think well, until the numbers come out, we'll just play some music. And talk about we'll talk about my purple skin. 
since he's uh, so worried about my health, you know, this asshole. No, seriously, here we got those doctors over at, I don't want to say Cleveland Clinic, put me on Plavix and aspirin. You know, it's like uh, it's like a little bit of overkill. And all of a sudden, I'm, like you, you, you hit something, you touch something, and your skin is turning purple. You're bruising like uh, just brushing by the door. And all of a sudden, you got bruises and you got purple uh, purple haze. And I look it up on the internet, and it says, uh, yeah, all this bruising, too much of that, too much blood thinner, man, too much blood thinner. So that every time I put a little prick on my finger, so to speak, to take my blood sugar, it's spurting all over the place. Squirt, squirt, squirt. You ever put a little prick on your finger and watch it squirt all over the place? Just man. my own. Oh, jeez. Let's see. It says you could add NPR. Well, NPR is not. Uh, I'm not putting NPR in there. Should we? Yeah, let's replace Fox News with NPR. There you go. That's what I'm listening to. I was thinking more of a visual thing myself, right. not of radio. But and if you event. say, let's put NPR in there, right? Somehow it doesn't seem to me you can follow a war real well only with audio. But it says they even spoke to a Lebanese journalist the other day, definitely a different viewpoint. Can't stand any of the TV networks, says EL. Okay, thank you, EL. We'll put it on there. To replace Fox uh, Right Wing News. NPR. Here's one. Oh, yeah. Mike. <clears throat> Been watching Spice Channel religiously. Nice going, Mike. Also, a fax that says, inquiring minds want to know, did they find a date for the Beast yesterday on Hank's show? Also, did you hear the day before, Mad Dog talking about the Beast wearing pants and no drawers and got a stain on the back of his pants, so we had to take them off and wash them. That's the Beast. That sounds about right, wouldn't you think? Sounds like somebody else, but not the Beast. Want to make a big impression on his first date. So it sounds like the day you ate all the ice cream and crapped all over yourself. Do you have, and you do have some great crap stories, like the one where you fell off the toilet. Hope you feel better. Not exactly. I got like purple, uh, purple skin. Not at the moment, and hopefully not anymore since I stopped taking the aspirin as of today. How long does stuff like that stay in your system? A few days? I would assume. Is there something with this, uh, huh? Something very strange with these phones. Here's Plantation. Hello. Plantation. Going once. Going twice. Here's Miami. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. I think NPR should be on the list tonight. Hey! I listened to them exclusively. Hello! And, uh, I think they're about as non-biased. You got two on. I, I had two of them on there at the same time. Go ahead. Now, he, he dropped off. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, Neil. You yeah. Know what I'm talking Maybe about we could. That would be a new format. We could have like three or four people on at the same time. I like that. That was good. Neil. <laughs> yeah. Hello? I'm listening, sir. Speak to me. Speak to me. You're on. I know you're on. But he don't know he's on. Oh, my God. Okay, that takes care of the calls for today. I'm going back. I'm getting on the next plane and going right back. But the good news is Ray Perry came in. The good news for Miguel, who's rewriting that promo because he didn't like it or something, about your appearances. Here's my Marlins tickets. Oh, oh. Let's give away the Marlins tickets on here. That'll make the lines light up. Who wants tickets for opening day? Anybody out there? No, no. Marlins opening day tickets? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. What a sad response this is, man. This is a, sad, a rude awakening, and nobody calling in to tell me about the the the, the Plavix and the, about my health to try to save my life here on the radio. This is an important part of this goddamn show. When you get to be a doddering old fart like me, is trying to like save uh, the old man's life on the air. What what's the disease du jour? What's the illness this week, huh? Which part of the body is falling off? Which gangrenous part of that old, decaying body is, like, uh, coming unglued this week? All of the above. Purple legs, purple hands, purple, uh, 
You name it. Oh, we got that Blue Hands by uh, Guitar Man. We got Blue Hands. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. Just checking. I yeah. know the answer already. Checking what? You never said you were giving tickets away, did you? Put the people on hold, okay? Don't be asking any. Do you just put them on there? We'll see what they want. Okay. I said, does anybody want to go to the opening day at Marlins uh, the Marlin game? That's what I said. Okay. Isn't that what I said? Anybody want to go to the Marlins opener? 20 till 11 at 560. WQM hands shooting up all over the place. That was beautiful. You know, you should be happy with that goddamn check you got, Mr. Hotshot, little beaner boy. Don't be pushing your luck too far. I can stop payment on that before you can uh, fart. But go ahead and give it a shot anyway. Pay George back. Hey, if you're tired of having that big, ugly, bald spot, Mo, you know, we ought to send Mo to Charles Alfieri. Wouldn't that be a good idea? No, I wouldn't wish that on Charlie. We sure could make him look a lot better. Maybe we could send Aaron Brown there. Wouldn't wish that on him either. Charlie couldn't take all the whining. Charlie's got the best technology in the business, the natural hairline system. So if you need a little bit of hair or a lot more hair, maybe you got a big, oozing, grotesque bald spot like Boca Brian. This is the guy you want to talk to. Not some dangerous pills that'll make you sick and maybe kill you. Not some dead farm animal on the top of your head that people laugh their ass off looking at you and try to feed it at the same time. Charlie, for over 25 years, is making guys look great with their natural hairline system because it looks and feels like the real thing, like real hair, like it's going out of your scalp. And you have nothing to lose but the ugly bald spot because everybody who goes to Charles Alfieri gets that 30-day guarantee. If you don't love the way it looks and feels and smells, Charlie gives you a full refund, no problems at all. Mention Neil Rogers when you call. You get an extra 200 bucks off the regular price when you call the Alfieri Studios. Toll-free, 1-800-321-2413. Get your hair back, look better and younger than you ever thought you could again. 1-800-321-2413 or check them out on the web at charlesalfieri.com. <laughs> Sports Radio 560. QAM. Have a penis. Coming up tonight on Inside the Behind the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story, we take a good, hard, stiff look into stardom. She took the inspiration for her music from the way she felt about life, and that's what gave us the happy go lucky stylings of Pat Benatar. My goodness, yes, one has to draw from life, doesn't one? <laughs> Hit me with your best shot was about this vicious bastard I met who deserved to be castrated. <laughs> Pat Benatar was clearly on a mission to bring light into our lives through the positive, upbeat sentiments in her songs. Oh, yes, heartbreaker. That was my way of giving the big you to all men. <laughs> the lying little bags. Benatar's four Grammys for Best Rock Female Vocal seemed to indicate that America was also infatuated with her gleeful, wondrous take on life. Love is a well, certainly love is a battlefield. Honestly, I wonder why anyone bothers. Is it really worth it just to have a little ride on the baloney pony? I f***ing well think not. <laughs> Finally, Pat turned her adoring gaze from male-female relationships to the joyous, life-affirming subject of child abuse. Because hell, hell is for children. Well, the scars do go back to childhood, don't they? Oh, it's all a pile of useless life, isn't it? Oh, dear, yes. Pat Benatar, she was the feel-good artist of the 80s. Not. It's a big, juicy, sopping wet look at show business tonight 
on Inside the Behind. Now, who told you that, that we were off the air? Where did you get that, from a caller? Caller. Said we're off the air. I'll tell you, I get the feeling we might as well be with this incredible response here today. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. I got some bad news. Are you hot? Is not. Won't see that no more. <gasps> Canceled. Poor ratings have killed off two of ABC's highly publicized unscripted series, Are You Hot? The Search for America's Sexiest People, which has been off the air the last two weeks because of war coverage, will show both of its semifinals and finals April 5th. The network has also yanked Profiles from the Front Line, the real-life military series from producer Jerry Bruckheimer that chronicled U.S. soldiers fighting in Afghanistan last year. That show's last broadcast was March 11th. Bad ratings, they said. Poor ratings. I think they uh, canceled the Are You Hot thing because of the Howard lawsuit. Don't you? And Lorenzo. And Lorenzo had something to do with it, no doubt. Those yellow glasses. Well, there you go. You get it. And meanwhile, Fox's Tuesday night remains strong with American Idol drawing almost 20 million viewers. And 24, the espionage lace drama that returned after a three-week hiatus, attracted more than 12 million viewers on Fox. There you go, boys and girls. They finally get a hot show on here with, the hands, with some pretty uh, decent-looking people. And uh, nobody wants to watch. Well, that's America for you. Here's Miami. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I used to be a Miami now, Domino. Okay. Um, just want to let you know, NPR is probably the most non-biased what I listen to uh, when I'm driving around the country. And because uh, like yesterday, with the when the idiot was over there at McDill Air Force Base, they didn't say no one said anything about the protesters out front. Of course, he snuck in the back door. Yeah. But uh, you know, they're, they're out front with everything. And uh, I had a radio accident yesterday up in Atlanta, where I accidentally listened to um, what's his name, which is Zone. What if on television too? The Zone. Yeah, he's got the what's his O'Brien or what's his name? He's on uh, television also. Considers himself an independent. Conan O'Brien. No, 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 no. Bill, Bill O'Reilly. O'Reilly. Thank no, you're O'Reilly. talking about the no spin zone, yeah? You know, he's yeah. all spin all day, like the rest of Fox. All spin yeah. all day. First thing, I had a five-minute accident with him, where and I don't listen to these right-wing jackasses. Yeah. Excuse my French, but um, first caller, I caught the answer was that all the other news reporting in any other country but the United States is wrong. They don't they don't tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. We're the only ones telling the truth. Right. And then the second caller comes in and says, listen, uh, didn't they lob scud missiles at, uh, at Kuwait? Aren't they considered weapons of mass destruction? And he's like, oh, yes, they are. Well, how come we haven't nuked them? He said, well, I think they should do that right away. First of all, let me say this. They haven't lobbed any SCUD missiles. They have used zero SCUD. There's another piece of uh, misreporting, by the way. The Iraqis have used no SCUD missiles in this war so far. None. Zero. Right. And they're, allowed to have, they're not allowed to have self-defense weapons. Right. Of course not. They're supposed to roll over and play dead. Don't you get it? Right. Put all the weapons down. We're going to invade you. We're going to kill you. Let's play the cordettes and lay down your arms. Let's get that one out. Here you go. Okay, thanks. Thank you. 5670560. Let's do the lady in Hollywood. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hi, Neil. How are you? Okay. I love your show, by the way. Uh-huh. I really don't have too much to say, but I'd like to be considered for the Marlins ticket. See why I put her on right away, George? <laughs> You'd like to be considered what? For the Marlins ticket. A schnorrer? For what? For You'd a You'd like snore? to be considered a freeloader? No. No, I pay when I, when I want to go. You realize that this is my first day back in town. I'm sick as a dog. I may die by the end of the week. And this is, this is South Florida's welcome back, Neil. Well, and that well, is, can you give me some free goddamn tickets? You're the only woman I've had that we've been on the air for two hours, and you're the first woman I've got, and uh, you're snoring for freebies, okay? But, you know, I call all the time, but you kind of intimidate me, so I hang up once in a while. Yeah. Well, now it's my turn. 
I, as soon as I saw a lady in Hollywood, I knew she wasn't going to have anything to say. She didn't call to talk to me. I heard something about free tickets. Ah, free tickets. Ah. I got something free for you, honey. There you go. In fact, I'll give you two for one. There's another one. Two for the price of none. Freebies. Give me a freaking break, okay? I mean, this time they could be dropping nuclear weapons on Homestead. And it would be the same old, I'd be sitting here pumping the goddamn numbers, begging for somebody to say something. Can I have some free tickets for the war? Can I have some free tickets to watch the mushroom cloud? I got a mushroom for you, honey. Only you're not getting it. 5670560. Oh, you notice all the calls I had about the uh, purple of the bruises and the skin and all that stuff? That's important. Yeah. That's important stuff. We ought to have one of our detail people calling in right away about taking Plavix and aspirin and um, Tylenol and all these other things. My life could be on the line, and I'm sitting here with some bitch that's calling in begging me for free tickets. How do you like that? They got Miguel. And where the hell is the promo that I was supposed to have? You know, he's not going to get any goddamn Marlin tickets. He's busy hocking a China in there with Carlos. I got three spicks in there now. I got a spick fest going on. I'm going back to Toronto. I'd rather die up there, you know. Seriously. Got three spicks in there. You know, same old crap. I can read lips. George will be out today. I thought, who is that? Looks just like George to me. See, so, you no know, wonder you retyped this. You still did a bad job, Miguel. And speaking of Miguel, how come Miguel on Passions has been in that hospital room there for the last three days with his hands deep in his pockets feeling the change, huh? Feeling a few pesos. The good news is finally on Passions today, you'll see, uh, finally, they kicked them out of there because they have a big uh, explosion. All these people, all these burn victims have to be brought in. So Eve has to leave the house again, and TJ, or whatever his name is, TC, LC, TC, gets all bent out of shape, and Liz is ready to move right in. But the good news is that Antonio and Sheridan and uh, Luis and everybody has to leave, so they all go home. And for the eight millionth time, Luis and Sheridan are just on the verge of telling Antonio, but that won't happen this year. Trust me when I tell you. George today, will, after the show, will be from 2 to 4 at the Doville Hotel, Miami Beach, for the Lifestyles Convention. Stop by for all the festivities. It's a couples-only event. If you're horny, if you look pretty good, go by. Maybe George will give you a little feel. Then 5 to 7, stop by at Bass Pro Outlet off I-95 and Griffin. Spin the veal for QM prizes, including heat and canes tickets. Uh, you're going to be there, too? Yeah. Wow. Busy day for little George. Here's uh, Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. How you doing, Neil? Okay. Uh, I got a little news for these uh, bush lickers. Yeah. If we find no chemical weapons or no weapons of mass destruction, will there be an apology to the uh, Iraqi government, or uh, are they just going to say uh, we just had to get them out? Sir, we're there to liberate the Iraqi people. Don't you understand that? They don't want us there, Neil. I, I understand that, but that's going to be what they're going to say. We're there to liberate the Iraqi people. In other words, it's kind of like a multiple choice. Whichever one is convenient on a given day, that's the reason that we're there. Well, let me tell you something. I'm a, I'm a Hispanic. See? I'm a Republican. Yeah. And I didn't vote for the Jester, and I'm not voting for Bush again. Good for you. You know, I keep an open mind. You know, I vote for the best candidate, not the... Uh, vote for Pat party. Buchanan, man. All right. And have a Good great luck. day. Good luck to us. 5670560. Oh, Boy, this is... I don't know. Huh, is it just me? Because no, I'm, I'm a little... They're huh? off. Are they off? Because I'm definitely a little off. My head is, like, still a little queasy. My ear, my left, my, how many years have I been saying that? If my left ear would ever open up wide, you know? Kind of like Clarence's. Rectum? 
Well, I understand he and uh, Dixie had a hell of a time. I guess he thought that Dixie was one of the Dixie chicks. Well, he's got bad eyesight, you know. Here's Margate. Hello. Yeah, Plavix. I beg your pardon? You take Plavix? Yes, sir. The greatest stuff in the world. Is it working for you? That, that wasn't my question whether it's working for me. My oh, question I only is, turn. When, only you, when you take it and you also take aspirin, which is what they told me to do, uh, that it's uh, too much of a good thing and your blood gets so thin that you like bruise real easy and your skin starts turning purple, it's not good. You become anemic, yeah. Contraindications is that you don't take aspirin with Plavix. Well, let's see. How do you like that? Doctors at Cleveland Clinic, you got me on both of them, so today I stopped with the aspirin, but it'll take me days to get my life back. How many grain aspirin were you taking? Uh, the, the baby aspirin. Okay, so it's not so severe. You, you'll, you'll live. Do you think till the end of the show? Uh, <laughs> but I would stop the aspirin right now. I would contact the doctor and tell uh, tell him about the bruising. Okay, thanks. Plavix, good stuff. That's one of the detail guys. He's probably peddling it. Expensive as hell, by the way. Expensive as hell. I would definitely not put any in a bag of cough drops and try shipping them across borders. Why not? Not a good idea. I didn't need like a zillion. All I needed was... About 30, man. Here's Oakland Park. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Let me tell you about the wonderful Cleveland Clinic. Oh. My mom went there for five years, okay? Yeah. They told her she, she had problems with her lungs, but her heart was fine. If it was up to her heart, she'd live to be 90. She switched health plans, and she went to another doctor. They took her down to Broward General and immediately did a five-pass on her heart. They said you could die at any minute. Your arteries are so clogged. Really? So the Cleveland Clinic said your heart is Fine, it's marvelous. That's what Don't they that's what they told me. They said I got a good squeeze. Yeah, well they damn near killed my mom. So just be real careful around the Cleveland Clinic and you might want to get a second and even a third opinion. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna to have to do that. I, I wouldn't even take my little dog there and he's been dead no, for a while. I wouldn't take Tiny there even though he's dead. Right, exactly. Okay, thanks. How, how's your mom doing? She okay? Well, she passed about two years ago, but Like I said, good point. Don't go to the Cleveland Clinic. Thanks. Okay, good Bye. luck. Thank you. See, there's a sad story. Sad, sad story. Recognizing the public need for fasting and prayer. Oh, that's right. We're going to have a, a big day now. Where is it? Where, where, where's the rest of this uh, thing? Oh, here it is. We're going to have a national... Now, this isn't it either. It says, been listening since the WNWS days. You have always been my favorite radio personality, but lately I can't just listen anymore. Way too much George in his monotone speak speak, and now you're very pro-Iraqi pro position. Oh, boy. Sounds like you'd fit in perfectly on Radio Al Jazeera. Bye-bye, H. Wright and Pepper Pines. Bye-bye, H. Wright. Have a great life, okay? He feels compelled to tell me that he can't listen anymore because he don't like my opinion. I don't really care whether you like my opinion. That's my opinion, and I'm not going to change it to suit anybody. I'm not going to pander to anybody. I'm not pro-Iraqi. I'm against brutal, un uh, unnecessary violence. I'm against uh, the Bush administration big time. Grave robbers, thieves, gypsies and crooks. People want to exploit for fun and profit. That's what it's all about. And if it was just me, if I was out of step, I'd say, well, I'm just a hard ass. But it's uh, most of the world, as a matter of fact. Most of the world. Huh. So bye-bye, Mr. Right. In this case, you happen to be Mr. Wrong. 1057 at 560 QAM. Tom Lehman and Joe Prieto at Hallett Pontiac GMC are proud to announce the Neal Deal March Madness sale is still going on. Neal Deal number one. You choose any new GMC or Pontiac in stock like the 33-mile-a-gallon Vibe. Price is always 13998 And get yourself 0% financing for up to 60 months. That's right, 0% financing up to 60 months. 
Neal deal number two. Choose any new vehicle in stock and get you up to a $3,000 rebate. That's absolutely correct. Get yourself up to a $3,000 rebate on any new vehicle in stock right now at Hallett Pontiac GMC. And Hallett's also got a almost limitless selection of great Neal deals on used cars, trucks, and SUVs. And as far as credit is concerned, one great thing about these folks, they're not real picky. That's why so many people have been going there for over 35 years. Even if your credit is marginal, even if you know P.D. Lenny, they'll still be able to cut your deal somehow at Hallett Pontiac. Don't forget, it's another great set of Neal deals going out right now at Hallett Pontiac GMC, 13401 South Dixie Highway. That's on US 1 across from the falls, open every day, seven days a week. Call the Neal Deal hotline toll-free, 1-888-534-4211. That's 1-888-534-4211. Don't forget all Neal deals subject to credit approval. See dealer for details. Hallett Pontiac GMC, who be professional grade. <laughs> Like peace and quiet, and I don't need to listen to Barney Fag, Barney Frank ranging in my ear because I made a few bucks off a book I worked the on. Message is there are no knowns. There are things we know that we know. Rum, 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 There are known unknowns. That is to say, there are things that and we now know we don't know. But there are also unknown unknowns. Rum, 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 There are things we do not know. We don't know. And each year we discover a few more of those unknown unknowns. Run, 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 I believe what I said yesterday. Well, um, I don't know what I said, but, but, but I, I know what I think. And, uh, well, um, oh, goodness, there are no knowns. You say, I, I, I don't think so, although that's what I think. 1104 at 560WQ. Now, who called you back? That fucking bitch. Oh, the one who wanted the Marlin tickets? See, we got a bitch. This should tell you, this should give you a real, real good indication of what kind of town this is. I'm sitting here, I'm talking about purple blotches, you know, that are like come and go. Purple bruise spots from my blood being too thin from taking Plavix and baby aspirin, which is bad, bad advice. From a place that I'll never go again, I wouldn't take my dead dogs to. And she calls in begging around for free baseball tickets for a team that nobody gives a crap about, and rightfully so. And have you seen any other women on the phone today? No, no. No. Over two hours. See, this is the thing. We keep hearing, well, you have all these lady listeners. Maybe that's the case, but you know what? What they contribute to the show, you could stick up your ass in that room for the Iraqi army left over and 40 cruise missiles. Clarence. Well, after last night. So thank God to George, who brought me in a, or a little Carlos by way of George, brought me in a Centrum. You know how much iron is in this? I bet you I'm anemic. Could be. How do you get anemic? But, but but to become anemic, don't you have to lose a lot of blood? I don't know. It might be a byproduct of your diabetes. Because I haven't been like uh, losing blood. What do you mean? It might be a product of my I diabetes. Don't know. Well, what Just does that? What does that mean? That, that, what what is that all about? Doesn't it cause all kinds of things? Being no, not being anemic. Well, what do I know? But if you were like losing blood and oozing, oozing blood, like remember, uh, Roy! he had oozing, bleeding hemorrhoids. Yeah. When we first came here. And your mom? You know how he probably got those oozing, bleeding hemorrhoids. Remember no, that no. big back instrument? Oh, yeah. That big gigantic black instrument that Roy took out of here so that one weekend. You're supposed to sterilize it first. Before right? you sit on it. it. Gives you bad roids. Bad Roy. <laughs> supposed to boil it in water. <laughs> So I just took a Centrum, so I bet you by 11.30 when those trends come out, that'll that'll bolster me up for those real bad numbers. And they're, they're going to be bad and probably get even worse because just like this uh, clown in uh, wherever that was, Pembroke Pines, well, I used to like you. I don't care if you've been listening for 100 years, sir. 
if you're going to turn the radio off because I'm, I got a bunch of, and, and it's not nothing to do with pro-Iraqi. I'm certainly not pro-Saddam. I'm just pro-human life. I don't like the idea of a whole bunch of innocent people on all sides getting butchered and dying and brutalized because of the fact we got a government that wants to go in there and like uh, start with this militaristic adventurism and imperialistic attitude around the world. Did you say you were pro-life? For fun and profit. Pro-human life. Not nebulous life. Human life. Okay? Existing, actually feet planted on the ground. Or at least close to it. At least one toe. Like Dixie... 389 votes on the poll, 309 votes on the poll. That's right, we, there would be a lot more, but we took uh, certain something out of there that was getting bogus votes. Which of these do you think is doing the best for our, giving the best job of war coverage? MSNBC 59, doubtful. Don't know, not watching any of them, 58. CNN 54, 51. BBC 45, Internet 42, CBC 17, NBC 13, NPR 9, ABC 9, and CBS still sucking wind. <laughs> Only six. Sorry, Dan. They don't like you, Dan. We already, I have it right here. It just came in from the Grudge Report. It tells you how many people nationwide are watching CBS News. About 30, man. That's it. So anyway, this uh, thing that they tried to fax before came in again. And we had all, many of us read about this. But here's the sad news. A bunch of religious uh, born-again assholes, including Ileana Gross-Layton Rosanna Dana, have introduced a bill in the House that we have a national day to fast and pray. Yeah. And it's got a whole list of things about whereas uh, the United were engaged in a war to disarm the regime of Saddam Hussein, liberate the Iraqi people. And in 1774, the Virginia House of Burgesses called her day of fasting and prayer as an expression of solidarity with the people of Boston who were under siege by the army. And on and on and on. And God this and God that. And oh, God. Yeah. They want to designate the president should issue a proclamation designated a day for humility, prayer, and fasting for all people of the U.S., calling on all people of the U.S. to observe that uh, the day is time of prayer and fasting to seek guidance from God. This is the Congress passing a resolution that on a specific day we should seek guidance from God to achieve a greater understanding of our own failings and learn how we can do better in our everyday activities and to resolve in meeting the challenges that confront our nation. These are people who never heard of separation from church and state. And uh, those of us who are not part of the God Squad, they, we can go to hell. And well, guess what? And we can also eat on that day. How do you like that? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Hi Aaliyah, hello. Hi Aaliyah. Oh hey, good morning, Neil. Yes, How are sir. You doing? Okay. Uh, Neil, I'm a veteran of uh, Gulf War Act One, and uh, yesterday, as I'm watching the news on that uh, supposed uh, attack on uh, that city in Iraq that got bombed, so uh, by mistake. And I'm amazed how the government has the balls to say that it may have been an Iraqi surface-to-air missile. Right. Because I'm watching this, and I just can't believe that, I mean, they just have such arrogance that they would say something like this. A surface-to-air missile is actually meant to bring down a plane, a helicopter, uh, really much what really what its name says. It, it does not have the capability to destroy half of a city block. So, yeah. The government's uh, contention that this may have been the Iraqis actually, uh, you know, throwing a surface-to-air missile to their own people. Well, you know, but we're in, in total denial of everything. When they shot down a British plane with the uh, accidental, with the uh, um, uh, what you call it, missile, Patriot missile, which these, the, unfortunately for the Brits, the uh, new ones do work, by the way, the Patriots, real well. And the first thing they said was, well, maybe the British didn't turn around the transponder in a plane that would have identified them as friendly uh, aircraft. It was their fault. 
It was sure. absolutely not the British fault. That turned out to be totally untrue. And the Brits are screaming bloody murder about the fact that the friendly fire, so-called, the U.S. seems to be the greatest perpetrator against their allies and against themselves in every conflict, including Gulf War One and this one again. Friendly the fire. Old, there's two things that, uh, that stick out in mind from the first time that we were over there. One is that I had some good friends killed by our own uh, Apache helicopters, none by the Iraqis. And the other thing is that I went to Kuwait City for a couple of days when we had a little time off, and I will never forget the look of contempt on the on the faces of the actual Kuwaitis that we were supposed to be liberating. Mm -hmm. They did not want us there. They hated us, even considering everything that we were doing. Yeah, but the government wanted us there because they wanted to keep their hands on their royal man. Of course, of course, but they hate us. They hate us, Neil, and this war is only going to make things worse, and I'm just really saddened by what's going on in our country where our basic freedoms, or you can't even speak out against this government without yeah. being labeled a, a, a terrorist. Com communist, or a communist, man. Communist, right. Very sad. Well, hang in there, amigo. Thanks. You're the only voice of reason on the radio. Yes, amigo. I am. Thank you, sir. Bye. Me and George. Me and little George. 5670560. Tim in uh, Peckerwood Pines writes a bunch of stuff about Shepard Smith is the best. Shepard Smith is a, a, a simpering idiot. Clear and not screaming like the MSNBC guys. I never said MSNBC was good, did I? I, I said I do watch them, certainly ahead of, ahead of CNN. CNN and certainly way ahead of Fox. And Tim goes on with a lengthy thing about Fox is very classy, good people. They're a bunch of cheerleaders, a bunch of militant chicken hawks is what they are, Tim. And you can hock me a China kind of fax machine all you want. I'll stick with the CBC and the BBC in that order and then MSNBC. And after that, it's small potatoes and desperate pickings. I wouldn't watch Fox News if they paid me by the millisecond, okay? Because just like the American government, I wouldn't believe anything that they say. Anything. When you're watching a network that has their own agenda, you're not going to get much truth. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Let me tell you about the Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. Three locations for you. Sunrise, North Miami Beach, and their newest location in Pembroke Pines, where Tim lives over there in, what do you call it, Peckerwood Pines. Start out your fantastic feast at the Emerald Coast with one or more of their six delicious soups and sample dozens, a zillion, zillion uh, succulent entrees, all different kinds of stuff. I would say at least Oriental Surf and Turf on the weekends, New York Strip Steak made order at the Gourmet Center, a sizzling Asian grill with teriyaki steak, shrimp, chicken, seafood, hand-carved prime rib. The Emerald Coast promotes healthy uh, living, too. They cook all of their fine cuisine with cholesterol-free oils. They don't use any MSG, and sure as hell, no cornstarch. You won't walk out of there with a headache, just a big, full puppet and a smile on your puss. The buffet at Emerald Coast features a full salad bar, a new sushi bar, a fresh shrimp cocktail, and their famous Lobster Fest is back featuring lobster thermometers and lobster bisque. One requirement, try to save room for dessert because the dessert bar is sensational. they got pies and cakes, pastries, ice cream with all your favorite toppings, and fresh fruit. The perfect ending to a gigantic pig out at the Emerald Coast. You'll find the original South Florida location in Sunrise. That's Pine Island of 44th Street. They're on Collins Avenue, just north of 163rd Street, North Miami Beach, and also at the intersection of Flamingo and Pembroke Roads in Pembroke Pines. Emerald Coast accepts reservations. Take out delivery available as well. Call 954-572-3822. 954-572-3822. When you're really hungry for a great, delicious meal, I'm talking about a gigantic feast. This is the place for the Emerald Coast Chinese Buffets. Live, live and local. We are Sports Radio 560 QAM. This is the Neil Rogers Show. Yeah. This is your brain. Uh-huh, uh-huh, Any questions? Mr. Jensen, what seems to be the trouble? Oh, well, Doctor, I think I have a nasty case of hemorrhoids. Well, uh, let's have a look. Okay. Oh. Mm. 
Just as I thought. That gigantic pain in the ass isn't hemorrhoids. It's your taxes. All you need is Tax Preparation H. Tax Preparation H? That's right. Tax Preparation H is the number one choice of physicians to relieve that income tax-induced pain in the ass. Just a tiny dab of Tax Preparation H instantly relieves the burn of itemizing your deductions, the painful itch of calculating your mortgage interest credit, and the intense discomfort of keeping track of those innumerable documents. Ah, where the heck did I put that stupid Schedule C? Where's my 1099? Where's the W-2 for my own job? Where's my Tax Preparation H? Tax Preparation H. Once you get it behind you, you'll actually look forward to doing your taxes. So there's Tony Blair. That we set it out. To achieve our objectives, we will achieve our objectives. How do you like that? To uh, achieve our objectives, we will achieve our objectives. Well, good. You know what he just said? Yeah. How many times did he say that? About 30, man. 11.17, and Muff was just in here and like, like that. I forgot all about those trends coming out. Okay, ratings coming out 11.30 for uh, December, January, and February. Two-thirds of the winter book. Going to be pretty ugly for middays, I'll tell you that. And uh, we got more and more of those people out there. Well, we're going to punish you because we got to die. You know something? Go ahead. I don't care anymore. It makes no difference to me. You can stand on your head. I'm not going to sit here and goose step along with a Bush administration. I'm not going to sit here and like equivocate or pretend I don't have an opinion because supposedly we still uh, have a right to give our opinion. Supposedly. We underline that. And as a matter of fact, here's a good example for you. High school teacher in New Jersey has quit rather than stop wearing an anti-war button. Gary Tankard says it was a matter of conscience. Nice going, Gary. Teachers at Bergen Catholic High School had been wearing red, white, and blue. War is not the answer buttons until the principal told them to stop. At you know a Catholic what, high school? At a Catholic. You know what else the principal told them? There's no fact in, in the church. Yeah. That's what he told them. But you know what the real, you know how many there really are? <laughs> About 30, man. Yeah. That's just in his church. Joseph Fusco says the school's dress code bars slogans on clothing. Maybe they should stick one on their... Rectum. Yeah. And moon the uh, principal. Fusco says he encourages teaching the anti-war point of view at the Catholic school, but he says he doesn't think a button is the proper way to teach. Yeah, we're not worried about those buttons. We're worried about the button that the president's got his finger on. That's the one we're worried about. And did you notice yesterday, which, of course, we shouldn't be too concerned because we've got important TV shows to watch, but yesterday that India and Pakistan are stirring out of the pot again. Do you notice that? And pretty soon they're going to start smoking it. Well, now, like you mentioned in one of those articles. And, of course, this idea of preemptive strikes. Yeah. Ah, haven't they been talking specifically about those two countries that both have nukes, by the way? What's to stop any nation from attacking their neighbor based on our same reasons? Right. Just, just, we're just doing this preemptively to cover our ass because we're afraid that you might attack us someday. It's like those arrests in that uh, Delaware place. What was that, Wilmington or somewhere in Delaware? Remember that story about a year ago? Yeah, they're, they're pre-arresting you based on pre-crimes that they think you might commit in some uh, pre-life. Based on your black man in a bad neighborhood. Or whoever you are. They, they, don't, they don't like the way you look. So they're going to just arrest you based on the idea that they think you might commit a crime. You're thinking about it. You've got evil thoughts and you're an evildoer. Why? Because they think so. Well, I think that uh, Centrum helped me, you know. Could it be really? that fast? Getting I, a little iron know. into the bloodstream? Huh? Maybe I'm just hallucinating. Maybe it's because the numbers are coming out. I'm trying to go. push you're up a little. I'm not excited at all. They're going to be they're going to be awful. They're going to be god awful. Of course, now we got those billboards up, oh! and that's my luck. See, during the during this war time, when of course I'm sitting here spouting my usual very unpopular opinions, it, it's not going to help if we had a hundred billboards. 
Because those people out there, ah, we hate you, you're, you're pro-Iraqi, you're Radio Baghdad, all this other crap, all these stupid asinine cliches. Communista, you know. So we haven't got a Chinaman's chance in hell. But I, I don't give a crap. That's just the way it is. I'm not going to sit here and pander for numbers. We've already had enough numbers. We've carried this goddamn place on my back for five goddamn years now. Let Mo carry it. He's got a nice back. That's what Skoran said. Let him carry it on his lovely back. Huh? He's got a lot of knife wounds in there, though. That's, yeah, right. I thought it was the rest of us that had knife wounds from the Momeister. <laughs> yeah, he's vibrating it. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yeah, hi. Uh, you think after they're done uh, bombing Iraq into true democracy that maybe they'll all be grateful to just line up and vote for maybe Alan Simpson or... Ileana Rosanna Dano or somebody like that. Somebody like that. One of these. One of these things. Yeah. All right. How long do you think it'll take till uh, they have these elections? <laughs> now, see, now they're trying to try to just let us worry about the show, okay, sir? Don't try to do shtick, okay? About thirty, man. Here's a Coral Springs. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, I've been listening to your show since the first call. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Did you hear the thing, uh, the publicity that they gave you on the Dr. Laura show? The I, other I, had day? A, I had a fax about it earlier. Okay. I just tuned and, in. And I anyway, didn't know. They, they must, the pony must be real slow getting her the news because that's ancient history from months ago, that story. The whole Condoleezza business. Ancient. Well, my point is is that these right-wingers can sit there and listen to people like Limbaugh call people names all day long. But then... Not, not when, just call people names, but call the Clintons murderers and make up all kinds of fanciful yeah, I mean, stories. I've heard him call uh, Clinton a psychopath and, and right. a liar. And, yep. and when you try to do some parodies, which it's a radio show, it's entertainment, it's it's a parody, it's mm -hmm. done in jest, then they have to play the racial issue yeah. and say, oh, it's a race thing, you're a racist. Right. You and, know, of course, and we, of course, we know what great friends the right-wingers are of uh, folks of color. Yeah. <laughs> they, just, they just don't get it, I guess. I don't know. But uh, Don't confuse them with the facts, man. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, 10-4. And have a great day. Hang in there. You too. 567, you too. And on the A&T, uh, whatever it is. Well, we're in a big hurry now because we got the numbers. Miguel's going to be doing the old in and out, in the door and out of the door, in and out, in and out. That's what Muff was saying. I think it was Swishful thinking. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. MSNBC 71 votes. Don't know. Don't watch any of this stuff. 65. CNN 61. BBC 51. The Internet. We have them 45. CBC 19. And if most people on here could see the CBC, would have like 119. NBC 15. NPR 10. ABC 10. And CBS is still sucking wind. <laughs> With six. No wonder Dan's crying. Huh? You see the little teardrops coming from the CBS eye? Oh, brother. You could put, you know, you could, seriously, you could put the CBS viewers in a, like a phone booth. About 30, man. Here's Plantation. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I feel for you. My wife, uh, two years ago, had the same thing you had, the mini-stroke. Yeah. And she takes the Plavix. Yeah. And you got to get your blood pressure under control. My blood pressure is on excellent control, sir. Beautiful. She takes to uh, Indorol and Zocor. Do you get headaches also? Well, first of all, Zocor is not for blood pressure. That's for cholesterol. No. Yeah, the cholesterol. Do I, do I get headaches? Yeah, since I've had this uh, last TIA, I've had some uh, headache problem, yeah. Yeah, because what she does is not too many doctors. She has to take every three months, she has to go get shots in her head, Botox shots. They gave her the shots before it was used. Botox shots? That is correct. For before, what? Before it was used for cosmetic, there were very few doctors that...
that uh, used it about two years ago. She gets 12 shots in the head for Botox, and it takes a week to get to take effect, and it clears the headaches up. And this has been going on for two years already. And this is the truth. I'm just calling you as a friend. And there's not too many doctors that do it. Uh, it's legit, and the insurance pays for it, and Botox will help your headache because you can't take Imitrex because it's bad for your blood pressure. Uh -huh. I've looked into this for the longest time. And uh, just to let you know that Botox is helped her every three months, 12 shots in the head. Okay, I'm glad, I'm glad to hear it. Yes. Okay, thank you. Isn't that what Clemenza said? 12 shots in the head. 12 shots apiece. Something like that. So you don't want to take any chance. Right. Didn't want his brother coming out of there. That's what Sonny said, Santino, with just his uh, thing in his hands. Just his Dixie. Uh... <laughs> so Clarence, by the way, had an even bigger smile on his puss when he stuck his head in the door a little while ago. Man, he's just uh, crawling from that. What are you laughing about? It's the truth. <laughs> hey, I met a girl that he was dating once. She was hot. Harry? Israeli. No, I don't mean uh, physically. I mean as oh. the, the name. <laughs> 26 past 11, man, and now the pressure. Now you can start smelling it, baby. Coast to coast, from to the coast, you can start smelling it, man. It smells worse than Moe's Peace. The pressure in this building as those numbers will be puking out of the fax machines around this building in no time at all. This copy, this Todd Rec copy is unacceptable. Even worse than usual, and that in his case is saying a lot. This is an outrage. You I'll know? get Tommy to go uh, give it to him. No, seriously, don't be like Sodom. If you find yourself in a dead job, pick up the phone and call Fast Train. I mean, uh, even my little dog could write a better piece of copy than that in his present state, Mississippi. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN to get started in a new high-pin computer job and make some serious bucks, especially if you have an IQ higher than Todd Dreck, which ain't saying much. Unless you're hiding under the desk and cruise missiles are landing around you, there's no excuse. Call Fast Train at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. They offer convenient day, evening, weekend classes. Check them out on the web at FastTrain.com and get out of that dead-end job. Unlike dictators, computer professionals are in high demand. So call Fast Train today. Fast Train's got locations in Miami, Kendall, Pembroke Pines, and Fort Lauderdale. A convenient location is bound to be nearby you. Register at FastTrain.com to get your free American flag bumper sticker. <laughs> Pick up the phone and call Fast Train today at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN and start making yourself some serious bucks. 866-FAST-TRAIN and be sure and tell them in a loud, proud voice that Todd Dreck told you to call. My, my and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. With these titties. Oh, brother, 53 new emails and it's all spam. I'll never have time to read through all of them. Well, that's no longer a problem. Thanks to Spam on Tape, we put all your favorite intrusive, unsolicited emails on convenient audio cassettes so you can trudge through them anywhere, like in the car. Important. Now you can make $10,000 a week working from home. On your Walkman. Or on your home stereo. Hey, guys, meet hundreds of hot single women in your area. Honey, what are you listening to? Um, uh, it's... Spam on tape. Now you can catch up on all those vitally important messages from strangers who got your email address from the last website you visited. Now you can increase your girth with all new Herbal Extender. Cool. Thanks, Spam on Tape. Spam on Tape. Order now, but don't send us an email. We hate spam. 11.31 at 5.60 WQM. Here's a very depressing fact from our most chronic faxer of them all. 
Chronic Facts with a Spy Report. While flipping channels this morning, I heard beer is good for you on the Paul and Ron show. Oi! What a rip-off artist. Absolutely correct, sir. It also sounded like it was taped off the radio. Suds should sue, says uh, our Chronic Facts. How do you like that? By the way, we got the Monty Python CDs if they want to play uh, I Like Chinese tomorrow. Jeez. It's so sad, you know. So sad. Using other people's material. Ripped off from the Rick and Sud show. Shame on you, Paul and old Ron. You old crow. In fact, we'll have to see how their numbers are when these numbers come in here. I bet you any minute now, Miguel's going to come smashing through that door. Speaking of Miguel, don't forget these big promos. So what's the deal? When is the Marlins home opener, by the way? It's very close, isn't it? Let me take a look. And the opening day uh, tickets, I'm sure, are very... Oh, yeah, look at that. Very, we got parking passes. we got tickets. Monday, March 31, that's next Monday, is opening day. The Marlins and the Phillies. What the hell time is that game? Hopefully about 10 in the morning. No? Why don't they put the times of the games on the ticket? You have to be joking me. Have you ever heard in your life of a team that doesn't put They'll the time? start when they're good and ready. No, no, seriously, I never heard of such a thing. Who ever heard of a team that issues tickets for a game and doesn't put the game time on the tickets? Did you? I mean, you're a big sports guy. Do you ever hear of anything like that in your life? No. How are we supposed to know what time the game's? I'm looking. I, I must be missing it. Pro Player Stadium, Tundra Zone, Marlins and the Phillies, uh, yada, yada, yada. I don't see squat. I don't see Schmidt. Oh, my God. So I can't even tell them what time. They, well, regardless. But the point being, now, who's going to get those open? On Monday. What is it? 405? Thank you. But, but, but it should say it on the tickets. And, and that's another good reason. That's not an ordinary starting time. That's obviously a special time for opening day, but most games are like 7.30 at night or 7 o'clock, 7, I guess. But that's uh, bogus. Just, that's just the first thing that we're going to be bitching about with the Marlins this year. Of course, they're not happy with that. Samson the midget, he's not going to be too happy. Too bad, okay, loser, loser, jackball. So how many people are looking for these tickets? About 30, man. We got Carlos in there. He's a, you got your money, okay? Which would you rather have, the check or the uh, baseball tickets? Door number one. Yeah. Door number two. Or, or that door right there, number three, is on the, the outside. <laughs> yeah, what's in the box? Yeah, I, what's his name? Clarence said he'd rather have a date with Brad Pitt. So there they go, right back in the old, right in the old crowd. I was thinking that opening day tickets would be like something really special and beautiful looking. Maybe, maybe those are just the parking passes. You know what? They were. Excuse me. I apologize profusely. I, I'm very sorry. There they are. See, I knew that even the Marlins couldn't be that dumb. Those are just the parking passes. The opening day ticket is beautiful. It says, uh, uh, where's the time? <laughs> oh, there it is. Right on top, you blind man. 4.05 p.m., Pro Player Stadium. I, I knew that even they couldn't be that negligent. Hey, these tickets are neat. Look at those. They look like old-time baseball cards. Look at those. Huh? Ooh, They're lovely. Man. Anybody want some Marlin tickets? You don't have to go to the game. Just maybe someday these will be worth something, huh? No. I doubt it. In fact, they ain't worth too much right now. These are those opening day tickets are really special. Florida Marlins 10th anniversary. Hey, let's play a little thing for the Marlins, okay? To apologize for the fact that I screwed that up. Don't you think that's good? That's it. That's all you're getting. And I know it's going to be a gigantic opening day crowd. About 30, man. To see the Marlins take on the Phillies. So there you go, back in the box. 
Did I did I do these promos again or not? I guess not. George, right after the show today, will be 2 to 4 this afternoon at the Doville Hotel Miami Beach for the Lifestyles Convention, and he's going to be taking some Botox shots in the... Rectum. Stop by for all the festivities. It's a couples-only event. Maybe you can give him a shot. And then from 5 to 7, he'll also be I'm, with Miguel, I'm sure. I reckon. At Bass Pro Outlet, located off I-95 and Griffin Roads. Spin the wheel for QM prizes, including heat and cane tickets. I think the iron saved me. Maybe I should take another one, huh? Go ahead. Huh? They're just multiple vitamins. Right. I think. I think maybe I have anemia. Botox shots in the head. I, it's not like I have like pounding headaches. I have like a little, you know, a little, a little this. And plus, when uh, my doctor gets my ear open this afternoon, I'm sure it'll just be. Oh man, what, that'll be How great. How do they do that? They get one of those air hoses and uh, blow it out. No, they just use a plunger. You know, like you open up a toilet with. They just stick the plunger on the side of your head and just like, like that. Just pluck that baby open, man. And you think a uh, hundred times more exciting than sex, boy. When that thing pops. It is a feeling the likes of which, seriously, have you ever had that when oh, you're using a plug you up and either you're taking a shower or you're like in an elevator or like unexpectedly you're walking around outside all of a sudden, oh, and you just let out a scream like, oh, thank God, you know, thank you, God. But we'll see. And of course, if you can't do it, I'll just, uh, I'll just, I'll just start going to doctors every day, a whole bunch of different ones. I'm sure Rimmer's, <laughs> I'm sure Rimmer's got some more. Take now, the line seven is, is there no place line seven is oh, from? I think it's, oh, I forgot. It's from where? Hunger. Oh, now, now Muff is giving me a look. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Here we go. Just a moment. I, is this is this good enough to have a, uh, what you call it? Drum roll? I don't know. No? Well, what do you mean by that? Well, well you're giving me a look. Ten to three. Where the hell are we? Yeah, but that means that we did better than we did in November. Correct. Okay. Well, that means we had a good month in February. That's correct. Well, okay, there you are. We didn't expect a gigantic overall number because it includes December and February, which once uh, December and January, and once the book comes out, December will like drop off, just like what'll happen in March when all the uh, pro-war people, the bush lickers, will drop off. But anyway, that was the good look. What do you mean by that? That was my good look. <laughs> well, in other words, the rest of March good. Yeah. Get out of here! You're confusing me. Okay? His whole deal today is just to confuse the crap out of me. Okay, take advantage. Because he knows I'm a sick, doddering old man. And you're right, by the way. Here come the first of the numbers. What, what was I looking for? Oh, I'm sorry. 12 plus. These are the December, January, and February transit. All you people on radio who gather around the radio dials like a big party every time the numbers come out. Because they know that old... Oh, God. Even if he can barely breathe. Even if he has no blood left in his... You know, if they had a dipstick to stick in my... Rectum. I bet you they wouldn't find any blood. Huh? I'm anemic, man. In fact, let me pop another uh, pill here, another uh, vitamin. Oh. Mm. Oh, God. See, I feel better already. You look better. I think that first call right now, this other guy with a Botox shots. I'm not taking no shots in the head, okay? Take that bottle with you. I'll get I mean, look what it did for Abe Lincoln. Uh, shot in the head is not a good idea, sir. But I hope your wife is okay. What uh, is the deal? EDR. Oh, this is good. This means that the ethnic, uh, tr we had those horrible ethnic months there when uh, no uh, non Thanks, Arbitron. Well, they're trying to make up for it now. They're trying because I, and I think probably because I embarrassed them by ripping them an ass. EDR in the previous trend had a 6.6. .6. They're still number one, but all the way down to a 5.8. Towered with a power 96. Oh, they also are tied for first as they were in the previous trend, but dropping like uh, almost a full point. 6.6 six to a 5.8. Power 96. Isn't that where Petey Lenny went to work? No. He is so full of crap. Uh, WAQI, Radio Mambi, 5.2, down a little bit. Hot, 
So you got one, two, three, four. The first four stations are all black and Hispanic, including Power 96. I mean, you, you consider them Hispanic, right? Power 96? Yeah. Sure, young, yes. Young Julius. Urban. Urban, yeah. Well, let's, let's say that, urban. Urban FM. Life, 4.6. CMQ, 4.3. This is uh, the overall station. Radio Amor, 3.9. Love, 3.8. Where the hell are we? IOD, 3.6. I told you they'd go up. Huh? Schnitt, Rush, Dr. Schnitt and Rush and uh, Dr. Laura with all those kami, kami, uh, pinko, uh, yeah. Where the hell's QAM on here overall? 2.6 to a 2.5. Uh-oh. Somebody must have dropped a little bit. But in midday, we went from a uh, 3.7 to a 3.8, which may not sound that exciting, George, but keeping in mind that we dropped off a 7.7 in November, which means we had a pretty damn good February. Thank the Lord, okay? Thank the Lord just to keep these damn bastards pacified. Because, you know, management people, they're never happy. They're never happy. You can get them a 20 share. Well, how come you're playing that thing? Blah, blah, blah. You know, grumblers and mumblers. In the morning, however, let's see. Let's see how the Moemeister is doing. In fact, let's do the break, and then we'll see how Mo is doing. We'll take a look. And this, of course, 12 plus is not our demographic. But at least it's a start. No. It's just a little bit of a start. And, of course, we, you know, we don't want to bore you with this because we've only got, you know, a few more numbers. About 30, man. And that will be complete, right? We don't get the hour by hours, though, so. No. Well, of course not. But I'm just saying, at least for the midday, at least it looks like uh, February was good. Thank the Lord. After two atrocious months where they used this like as a battering ram. All the right wingers out there. Lightly in fact, let, let's take a look at the 12 plus in midday, and let's see how flush did. Four five to a four nine. See, I told you that's that uh, IOD. That's that right wing thing. Like Miguel, all his people, all your people, Miguel. Thanks. Men 18 plus. Five nine five eight. Q IOD six one to a six five. See, they're going to be gigantic in this when this book comes out. Because I'm understanding that they're putting all this news coverage on as well as besides Dr. Laura screaming about Condoleezza and about communism. Not to mention their clear channel, they create their own hype. I see. But the fact we stayed just about the same in men, we, we had a uh, very good uh, February again. But we'll get to those morning and afternoon numbers momentarily. We don't want Hank sitting on the uh, pot too long getting all nervous. Where's Hank going to be today? Let's see. You got that schedule in the most bizarre way up there. Uh, about 100. Joe Rose for the Mad Dog at one today. No Mad Dog. Boy, he's got a better gig than I got. He works what about two days out of uh, two days out of every about thirty man. And then you got uh, Hank at Gulfstream this afternoon plunging his guts out three o'clock. Seven o'clock it says question mark, and the Mysterians. No, just a bunch of question marks. We don't know. Maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll sign off. Shitko Panther preview at seven thirty. The Panthers at St. Louis to get pounded again eight o'clock tonight. Eddie K after the hockey game and Joe and Mark just like clockwork overnight. You know it's March Madness time of the year again. If you're looking to lay down some sports bets, you better know who you're dealing with. VIPSportsbook.com is absolutely the best. You can have complete trust in VIPSportsbook.com, a legal licensed sportsbook, one of the original online books, and still the best. You like high parlay odds? You like those? Uh -huh. How do parlay odds of up to 2,001 sound to you? How about free same-day payouts? How about a 15% cash bonus added to your first deposit? Most of all, for the past seven years, VIPSportsbook.com has earned a reputation as the sportsbook with the best customer service. Sportsbookreview.com is rated then number one in customer service two years in a row. Might be your turn to go on a roll of a lifetime, and if so, make sure you're in the right sportsbook when that happens. Sign up online at VIPSportsbook.com and get yourself a 15% cash bonus added to your first deposit. Nothing like starting out a wiener. If you're not online, call them toll-free at 1-866-VIP-BETS. That's 1-866-VIP-BETS, but the 15% sign-up bonus is only available online, so get your ass online and get you that 15% cash bonus today at VIPSportsbook.com, where you be the VIP. My, my, 
and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Thank Until uh, noon at 560 WQM, Joe Rose for the Mad Dog at 1. MSNBC reports. No offensive capability up there. There you go. I think they were talking about the Panthers, weren't they? Anyway, so men 18 plus overall. You see this? Not looking good for that extra bonus, George. Oh, no. What did I tell you about IOD? Of course, keep in mind, IOD had a big December and January, right? Keep that in mind, which means February they still did okay, but, um, you know, I'm just trying to make stories for you. Well, that's what everybody does. Radio Mambi, but this this trend obviously wasn't nearly as ethnic as some of the others. Howard Sperm in the morning, let's see, 8-1 to 8-2, it's still number one. Radio Mambi was number two. The mornings, uh-oh, uh-oh, Mo, hey Mo. All I can tell you is that one bogus moment there, that one gigantic bogus, you know, I think he might do better if he did. Take off those checkered pants. That might do it for you, you know, change your image. Maybe some of those old cockers out there who are not golfers under the age of 100, maybe they might put you down. I doubt it. Maybe people that don't have bad hair pieces might put them down, too. You think? What do you think, Mo? I, I, I... I know. Let's see. 4-2 in a fall, 4-9 in the last trend, and down to a 4-3. A precipitous drop of a half a point. The humper, I'm sorry, should I mention those or not? I don't want to get him upset. Hank. <laughs> just, it's just numbers, Hank. It's just numbers on a that piece of paper. Right. I know. Hank, let's see, in the last trend, he had a five-point. Oh. He was number two, but now down to 4-3, seventh. Yeah. Huh? So thank God for the midday for oh, God. and a mad dog, right? What was it again? In men? Five-eight. Uh, Something like that. I think it was, uh, I don't know, 25. About 30, man. Something like that. 5.8, like I said, from a 5.9 to a 5.8, which means we had a damn good uh, month. Because we're that, that's including two grotesque months, one of which will drop off once we get to the third month of the book. Anybody out there following this? No. Only the people in the business. That's what we do this for. The rest of the audience is in a coma, and we don't really care. It's the very least we can do for the poor bastards who work in this business, because most of them, unfortunately, work for Cheap Channel. And they're already under the gun. You know what I'm saying? They're already taking it up the ass from Cheap Channel, from Pete Bolger, from David Ross. From all of those goyim, all of those grave robbers that are holding all these rallies. Let's rally for America, okay? And by the way, one step to the left and two steps to the right. All right. That's the way you do it. Not how you goose step. You take a, huh? <laughs> First you have to lock your knee. So the mornings, we, you know, we'll put in that one big month in there of the anti-Neil people in January. But February, it just kind of like <laughs> fell back to earth, Mo, okay? He was, you know, him and he was going on there with the Geldy and ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. We did this and we did that. We had those gigantic uh, numbers. I think once they talked to the, uh, once they went on the website and they saw that picture, I think that's what put them under the uh, edge. You know what I mean, Mo? I can't stop. I know. 
Just calm down. So there, there you go. We don't need anything else, do we? Big, Howard was a big in the morning. Howard Stern, that is. And, of course, he's pandering to the right-wingers by being a big war supporter and a big Bushman. We knew he was a big Bushman already. But the war and uh, the president, we didn't know about that. Radio Mambi in the afternoon. Oh, I see. So maybe there was a lot of old ethnics in here, a lot of old uh, Julios. 5.3. Oh, yeah, from 6th to 4th to 1st. Like like reading a program at the track. WYOD uh, tied for first. Oh, the Schmidtmeister in the afternoon. Look at that. How do you like that? The Schmidtmeister with a 5.3 tied with Radio Mambi number one. That is scary. That is unbelievable. Scary is what it is. The Rushmeister and the Schmidtmeister. That's where it's all at right now. Because America has taken this big, gigantic turn to the right. They've taken a gigantic goose step to the right. And that's what the public wants. You're not going to hear it here. Sorry. Won't hear it here. Here's a call from Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I want to thank you and George because us like-minded people, we got to, there has to be somebody talking the right stuff. Well, we're in big trouble now, man, I'll tell you that. You know, I tried to change my mind for 48 hours and, and go with the war, and then I put on Hannity and Rush and Schmidt. Oh. And I just jumped right back to the left because... Halliburton got that big con their subsidiary got the big contract. Congress is trying to block the French from getting any kind of cellular contracts after the war is over. Mm -hmm. And CNN reported that Iraq will be exporting oil within three months, even with an interim government. So, <laughs> you, you, I mean, how could people not see what what this is about? Because they're stupid. Oh, absolutely. Well, there was I found some website in passing that 75% of the Americans think Iraq had something to do with the World Trade Center. Yeah, well, it was more like 50-some percent, but uh, okay. over half, yeah. So, so when they find the factory, I guess that makes the box cut is the war will be justified. Yeah, you got it. You know, and, and I tell you, you talk about the censorship uh, of the news. They show like a guy like David Bloom or something on NBC mm -hmm. riding with the troops. Mm -hmm. and looks so yeah, he's on it like 20 hours a day. He's riding it. And it looks so majestic, but there's never any fighting. You never hear anything. But now Bush comes on yesterday and talks about that it's going to take longer because of, and he doesn't use the word miscalculations. Like miscalculations, like the regular army is fighting, not just the Republican Guard. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to have to change the name of this war because apparently Iraqi freedom is not what these people want. I mean, we've changed it, what, three times? You know, mass destruction war, the uh, resolution war, and now Iraqi freedom war. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what they're going to call it next. It's it, it just so beyond me. But, I mean, I put on this Hannity guy with the, the venom that is spewed from this man. And he has a, a, a mother of, of one of the captured soldiers, and, and she's for this. Oh, well, I could, you could be for the troops. I mean, we're all for the troops. That's why we're against the war. People seem not to understand that. No, well, they, anybody who doesn't understand that is a moron. That's all I can tell you, sir. And have a great day. Good luck to watch. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. I mean, it's all the cliches, all the trite stuff. You got to support the troops. We all support the troops. That's a given, okay? That's a given. Nobody should have to stand up and say, "I support the troops. I don't want to see any harm come to any American." Well, we all say that, you know. But it's just part of this ongoing process where you know anybody who isn't goose stepping right in line and completely echoing, uh, rubber stamping the government line is a communist and unpatriotic piece of crap. 18 to 34. Now, why do you even bring me these? Is this, uh, oh, 2554, huh? What is he saying? He said that's it. Oh, that's it. Thanks, Miguel. Lovely job. You got opening day, by the way. Okay. If you want them. Maybe he doesn't want opening day. 
He'll take them. No, no, if you want them. Now, don't say, I'll take them. See, I'll take them doesn't you mean insist, like... If you no, insist, I'm, I'm not insisting because there's a other... If you drive him there... If you drive him where? Rectum. No. No. I've heard about you. 25 to 54 hot. Look at that in the morning. WHQT, though, we're at Cox Broadcasting. And the only good thing we can say about them is they're not the, uh, they're not the Beasleys and they're not the cheap channel. 7.6 hot. Big. 6.9 in the morning. This is persons, of course. Uh, WAMR, Radio Amor, 5.2, is still in third, but taking a big drop. Radio Ritmo, more ethnic, more Hispanic. WEDR, more dark. Radio Romancia, more uh, Hispanic. Hispanic and dark and dark and Hispanic and blah, 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 blah. Howard Sperm is the only one who's able to penetrate, if I can say that, that uh, whole dealer in the morning. Then life. What do we got to 2554 in the morning on this station? Do we have a Zeta? Oh, look at that. Zeta keeps dropping. Maybe if they keep playing more of that old Rick and Sud stuff. <laughs> Beer is good for you and I like Chinese. Nice going, Ron and Paul, from a 4.7 to a 4.0 to a 3.8. Then the coast. Then Y100. Magic. Kiss. Kiss. Kiss stays right up there, you know. They're still kissing. Well, that's because they steer clear of controversy. Yeah, our, our good friends at Kiss, they don't want to talk about the Dixie Chicks or Chicks with uh, Dixies or anything like that. Power. Oh, Power didn't have too good of a book. Let's hear it. Oh. We like our friend Kid Curry down the hall, but you know what? You're showing off lately. Enough is enough. Share some of the spoils with us, okay, Mr. Big Shot? And also quit playing that crap music. Love 94 at 2-9. WXDJ. What, what am I oh, in the mornings? I'm still oh, I'm still looking for Mo. And the amazing part of it is he actually went up a little just a hair. Just a little Watch curly. It. Just a little curly just red a, muskrat hair. Yeah. From a 2.4 to a 2.5. So now in person's 25.54, he's number 18. Oh. Let's hear it for the Momeister. Right behind IOD with a 2.7. Oh, not looking good. Person's 24 on uh, 25.54 on this show. <laughs> Who the hell am I talking? Oh, look at that. Bonus time, baby. You'll see. Life is number one with a 6.3, followed by the coast. This, see, this is men and women, persons, 25.54. Followed by the coast, Love 94, CMQ, no speaking English, EDR, hot, WQAM, from a 4.0 to a 3.7 to a 4.3. Now, keep in mind, that's including even those two bad months. We had a gigantic February. How do you like that here on this show? Anybody care? No. Well, we do. Live and local, this, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. It beat at 12 to 1 hour on WQAM. Blinded by the ride. <laughs> Bamboozled by douchebags. The tasty moral ride. Blinded by the ride. I felt like a douchebag because I knew they were inside. I know you may not understand what I did or who I am. Most of you don't read any books. So let me introduce myself, I was a well-respected, hard-right man and trusted by high-level schnooks. I used to have a powerful Republican position, high up on a moral ground. The holy Christians were insistent that I discredit Clinton with any means that could be found. Douchebags, the moral pasty ride, blinded by the ride. 
WQM, we uh, hit the jackpot in February. That's what these numbers say. Then, of course, March is going to be really bad because they're going to take us out. You know, It all depends on who gets the diaries. Of course, it always does. What? They're going to take us out. They're going to take us out is what they're going to do. You first, of course. (laughs) Wow. Don't forget, George will be out is what it says here. George will be taken out this afternoon, 2 to 4, the Doville Hotel, Miami Beach, for Lifestyles Convention. Stop uh, by and see what your lifestyle is, okay? Stop by and see the bunch of uh, beautiful, lovely, voluptuous slut, uh, broads that are going to be hanging out. George is just going over there to get laid. And then 5 to 7, stop by the Bass Pro Outlet off I-95 and Griffin Road. Stop by to spin the wheel for QM prizes, including Heat and Cane's tickets. I shouldn't talk about George looking to get laid on the air, because Crystal's probably listening. She'll get upset, but she knows it's true, and she sure knows it ain't happening at home. But anyway, let's see. Men, 18+. plus. I want to go back to this for one second, these numbers. You're not doing those numbers again, are you? Yeah. Because Fox Sports, I'm going to tell you, you hit the jackpot, Petey. All day long, every day part, they got fractions. The only day part that they got more than just a fraction is in the midday, 10 to 3. And that number is, I wouldn't wish on Hitler and Osama and Saddam at the same time. Where the hell is it? Can't find it. Oh, there it is. From a 2-3 to a 1.3 in men. That's, that's a sports station. That's a male-oriented station, sports. From a 2.3 in the last trend to a 1.3 in this one. How do you like that in midday? Just sucking wind over there at uh, 50,000 watts in the middle of the day at 940, and Fox Sports is sucking wind. Here's a lady in Miramar. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Hi, I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller. Okay. And I would love to go to the opening game. Do you have any tickets? I, I beg your pardon? Marlins opening game. Yeah, I have tickets for me. None for me? No. I waited so long. No. Well, what would make you think I had tickets for you? Well, you said, would anybody like to go to the opening game? I was talking about in here, not on the outside. Oh, my God. I was talking about on the inside. Oh, then I'm sorry. But I'm sure they have plenty of tickets for sale at Pro Player Stadium. Have a good time. Two out of two. We're batting a 1,000 on the ladies. Oh! Before 1 o'clock, if we don't get one woman to call this show who's not a freeloading bitch who isn't calling the show to squeeze out a couple of freebies or something, that'll be, I'm going to be pissed if we can't get one. Huh? They take, they take, they take. No wonder the heterosexual population of South Florida is so goddamn frustrated. No wonder George is going to the Lifestyles Convention hoping to get lucky, hoping to get just a sniff, just a little sniff. That's all. Anything. A whiff. I wouldn't wish the women of South Florida on uh, anybody, on my mother. And she's one of them, and that's part of the problem. 
56705. Oh, I mean, seriously, can you really believe that? I saw a lady in wherever the hell it was, and I thought, well, at least this, this, after the first one, she couldn't possibly be making the same mistake, could she? Uh -huh. She couldn't possibly do the same thing yes. as that other broad that called. We're not giving away tickets on this show anymore, ever. That's the worst. I, I'd rather sit here and read all of the goddamn numbers without even reading the radio stations. That, here you go, 58483. Even that's more interesting than hearing a bunch of, of, of mindless goofballs begging, pleading, degrading and humiliating themselves like a bunch of supplicants out there, like a bunch of quizlings. Oh, can't we please have something for free? Don't you have any more Wonder Mugs, Neil? I wonder... I really wonder what the hell I'm doing. And you know something? Was, uh, now, maybe it's only by coincidence. Could be. You think the irony? Maybe I'm anemic from my... Uh... That would be ironic. But don't you have to, like, lose blood to be anemic? No. You don't? Well, then, uh, then I must be. And thanks again, Cleveland Clinic. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to go over there, and I'm going to do a big crap. No, I'm serious. I'm going to go in the emergency room this afternoon. I'm going to take an... E Before I go there, I'm going to eat a pound of sorbitol candy. Do the paper bag, the flaming bag. Uh, Listen to me. I'm gonna no, I'm not no, no, no bag. I'm gonna go right over there. No bag, no sack. I'm gonna take my pants down. I'm gonna take about forty pounds of pure unadulterated crap right on the lobby of the uh, emergency room at Cleveland Clinic in Weston. Thank you so very, very much. Okay, for practically putting me in a box. I got a stroke, and here's the guy who puts me on the treadmill for a stress test. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Let's see if we can get you to croak right on the treadmill while I'm hocking a chinook about the Kovalev trade and a bunch of hockey crap. So here we got my man. At least rumors consistent, okay? Although I do have my one great doctor. She's great. But other than her, we got Mitch Hirsch. We got the Cleveland Clinic. Well, what more could any self-respecting human being want, right? First they take your money, and then they take your life. <laughs> huh? Well, at least he uh, picks up the check. Well, he's in St. Louis anyway. He can't hear it. But I'm sure Farrell will give him a spy report. Thanks a lot, Farrell. I mean, you know, he, he means well. You know, he Does means he? well. Demeans well? He means well, but then again, so did uh, Hermann Goering. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T uh, line. 423 votes on the poll. Probably we'd have over five. I'm sure we'd have over 500 if we didn't take Fox News. If you're wondering why Fox News isn't on there, because the Fox people, they were diddling us, okay? They were uh, freeping our poll again. Those, those freeping freepers were freeping our poll. And so we got 423 votes. MSNBC is there. No problem, Miguel. Take it and enjoy it, okay? You'll be the only one there. 88 votes for MSNBC. Now, you said there'd be a lot of people in those Marlin games. About 30, man. Don't know, not watching any of it, 78. The question was, what the, which of these do you think is doing the best war coverage? CNN, 68. BBC, 62. The Internet, 59. CBC, 22, eh? They're doing a spectacular job on the CBC. I wish each and every one of you could see it, and then you'd understand what real news coverage is about. It's not all negative. It's just honest. It's just right down the middle. Whatever is happening, they're reporting it. NBC 16, NPR 13, ABC 11, and CBS. <laughs> CBS has still got six. Talk about taking a dump. Man, no wonder Dan seems so mor morbid and maudlin these days. You notice he seems like uh, suicidal. His numbers are even trans. Uh, they're even eclipsing those of uh, Radio uh, Schlock Sports over there. Nice going, Petey, baby. You're doing it, Petey Lenny and Petey Bolger, a match made in heaven. You know why I feel so much better now? Petey Lenny is not in the building, you know? The aroma. Mm. They used to permeate the hallways from him. The vibrations in the hall from him jumping up and down like Rumpelstiltskin on magic mushrooms. We don't feel those. We're not getting like seasick sitting in our seat. See? I see. Sick. 
If I told them once, I told them about 30, man. times, don't call me in Toronto. You know, no more gossip, Petey Lenny. Leave me alone, okay? I'm not interested in your in your uh, rumor rape line. Hey, I'll tell you one thing we can all agree on, and that is getting a good night's sleep is one of the most important things as far as how you be feeling. Over a million people buy a great mattress and dial a mattress right over the phone, and hundreds more are doing it every week because more and more of us are catching on. Well, I've been doing it for quite a few years now. Last several mattresses I bought, I just made that one easy call. Uh, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. That's all you do. Just call 1-800-MATTRESS. You'll talk to an expert betting consultant, not just an operator, somebody who knows betting inside and out, and you'll have a great night's sleep assured from Dollar Mattress for years to come. They got the best mattresses in the world. No brands that nobody ever heard of. Only the best. They got Sealy. They got Serta, Simmons, King Coil, and every size, every style. You want a king? You want a twin? You want a queen? And Dollar Mattress is ranked number one in customer satisfaction. They've got more repeat and referral customers than anybody because they know how to treat their customers right. Once you buy a mattress from Dollar Mattress, you'll never go back to a showroom again. And don't forget, when you buy a mattress from Dollar Mattress, they set up the brand new one and take away that crappy old smelly soiled bedding for free. That's right, Dollar Mattress sets up your brand new one and takes away the crappy old stained bedding for free, no matter how unctuous it might be. Make the call right now. You'll be sleeping great as soon as tonight. They'll be there whenever you want within a two-hour window. Call Dollar Mattress 1-800-MATTRES. That's 1-800-MATTRESS, the smart way to get you a great new name brand bed at an unbeatable price. Sports Radio 560, QAM. Odd. Once you found political life's got you down, and prime ministers just not enough, and you find Americans all stupid, and their presidents daft, then you know it's time to move Two hundred thousand troops have now been sent by the U.S. With fifty thousand British troops in place. The coalition now has forty countries, more or less. And fifteen who don't want to give their name. But thirty men! The Prime Minister will soon be asked politely to leave. His job is done, so why now should he care? Having tea with the Carlisle group and beef he will be. The delightful Mr. Tony Blair. Jesus Christ. The coalition's there to watch our back for the attack. As a show of support and their good faith. And with Bulgaria, Ethiopia, and of course Uzbekistan. Our credibility goes quite away. Don't buy a house. In the boardroom of the Carlisle Group, John Major will be there. With Mr. Blair deciding what to pick. <laughs> we'll have a lovely buffet of cocktails, shrimp and pate. Or would you like some of my sporting dick? And that's it. Just, I love those endings, don't you? Just sit there and you wait for that little uh, symbol at the end, you know? You know what the symbol was? 1216. <laughs> 1216 at 560 WKM. Here comes Muff again. He loves when these numbers come out, man. It gives him so much to do. Thank you so much. Let's see. Here's the breakdown month by month, George. You want to hear these? By the way, do you notice Fox Sports? I mean, just basically vanished from the dial. 50,000 watts in the middle of the dial, and they vanished. They've disappeared. I wonder if Jim Sarney's going to write about that, that grotesque piece of turd over to Sun Sentinel. Well, he'll write whatever Mandage tells him, and Barry Jack has. He'll write whatever Jack, uh, Wacky Jackie and uh, Greg tell him. Four two, so the billboard's still up, right? 
The billboard is still up, Donna. How do you like that? Greg grew a pair of BBs over the weekend. That's what Muff said. And believe me, he's checked. Let's see, 6 to midnight, man, 18 plus. Uh-oh, 4-2 to a 3-9. That's the station. Now, don't blame us. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Mo. Mo. Here are the numbers month by month from going back to October in the morning. Men. Is this for me, by the way? Can I keep these? Thank you so much. That muff is the best, you know what? Oh. He's doing it. In spite of all of his faults. Let's see. October, Mo had a 3-3. Then November, a 4-9. December, a 4-3. January, that big 5-5. And we said, the Mo man has finally arrived. And then <laughs> February, down to a 3-1. 3.1. No wonder the station went in the turlet. October, we had a 6.8 here in midday. November, 7.7. December, a very aberrant 4.9. We got punished in December because I'm a prick. January, 5.1. Back up a little bit. And then February, a 7.4. Oh! See that? So we're proceeding into the third and final month of the winter book with a pretty decent number there, if you ask me. I could be wrong, but it looks uh, pretty decent. And then in the afternoon, the humper... October a 3.4, November a 6.2. November was big for us, a lot of uh, wired diaries. I mean, uh, December 4.2, January 4.6 for the Humper, then a 4.1. <laughs> he used to do a lot better 2 to 6, you know what? In fact, the whole station. But then again, we got the problem of where do we put the Mad Dog? I think in the morning would be good. Don't you? Uh, yeah. Joe and the Mad Three Dog. Hours. Joe Rose, Jim Mandich, Gildy in there, do the updates and squeal a little bit. Make a few eh, sounds like that. Huh? Now, we'd miss Gildy when he gets that ESPN job. So there are the month-by-month. Month. Make sure we keep these. Do something. Frame them. Stick them on top of the uh, monitor there. Stick them? 5670560. Oh, uh, I'm just confused. I'm dizzy from all of this stuff. I mean, the first day out of the box coming back into town, and we're getting a brand-new computer thanks to me. Oh. Thanks to all the big bucks I'm making. I'm buying it. Oh. The, the, you know, this studio is basically like a shrine to this uh, show, really. Because right. it's all they, they've done nothing for us in here. They put the same crappy board that we had down on the second floor five years ago. Oh, you're going to get a great new board. If, if, if the audience could see, you know what I want you to do? And put it on our website. Take a photo with your digital camera of the other studio. Oh, you don't have any, <laughs> no, no, seriously. Take a photo of the sports studio with the 75 microphones around and all of the uh, fancy-schmancy equipment. And then take a photo of in here. And put the two side by each on our website so the audience can see where we rate in this joint, okay? How much, and, and you should have taken it when uh, poor Muff used to sit in that uh, high chair that Clarence is sitting in right now with that particle board desk of his that I had to embarrass them into buying for him. He used to sit in a high chair that three-year-olds sit in when we first came up here on the third floor. Remember? I, I'm, not, I, I'm not exaggerating. It, was, it looked like a, a little baby's like a, high chair. Like a card table. Yeah, like, like we were going to play poker over there. God Almighty. And you know what George says? If you like her, poke her. 5670560. Oh, Don't forget, George will be trying to get laid this afternoon between 2 and 4. The Lifestyles Convention. Maybe some real beauties will show up like we had on that website the other day. The hot couples, huh? Some real lovelies. So those were make-believe teeth on that, uh... Apparently. Thank God. I, I don't want to say anything, you know? <laughs> I was afraid, afraid to say too much about them pictures. Here's North Miami Beach, North Palm Beach. Hello. Oh, yeah. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Happy 12 to noon to one hour. I have happy uh, 12, 20 to one o'clock time. <laughs> Whatever it is. Uh, yeah, just a few things. Uh, two things uh, that uh, have nothing to do with each other. Uh, regarding the Marlins, I'm a great Marlin fan, and uh, my father was a great baseball fan, and my uncle and uh, his father, whatever. I grew up with baseball, so uh, I'm not deserting the Marlins until they, you know, until they just leave town. 
so I'm going, and uh, they're having hot dogs, free hot dogs. Uh, they're having some kind of a, well, whatever. There'll be a lot of free wingies there, I know. Free wingies. A pre, there is going to be a pregame show, um, uh, but I don't know what, what what's going to be included, but probably different from any other pregame show because it's opening day. And then, of course, uh, the fireworks are the postgame show. And uh, I don't know how many they're expecting. Uh, how many they're uh, expecting for what? For the game. I don't know how many. For opening day? For, for, for man. I don't know how many they forecasted. I really don't. Yeah. We're buying the tickets. We're going there. We're going to get there at 2, uh, which is something unusual because we usually get to, if we do go to a regular season game, we walk in in the first or second inning. Right. Well, opening day uh, is always gigantic. And then, of course, they put a bunch of ringers in there to make sure it's a sellout. <laughs> oh, you know that's true. Yeah, I know. Uh, anyway, uh, the second thing was, and it's probably not much interest to uh, no. some of your some of your listeners. Well, well, let me tell you what it is. That's, go ahead. I don't uh, care. Let me tell you what it is. Uh, listen, my, those, my, those ratings aren't that much interest either, but it's important to the people in the business. You know, they're yeah, hanging well, on every is, word. This is more important to you and me. My grandmother and then my mother used to use Yiddish, so I couldn't understand why I was growing oh, up. Uh-huh. And uh, and I remember a few years ago you were gonna take or you were taking some Yiddish classes. Um, at a junior college. No, I was taking Italian classes, not Yiddish classes. Was, oh, I'm sorry. I Italian classes. I really do. Was not it Italian? Pipia. It was Italian. Yeah. Do they... Do they uh, it was Jewish-Italian. Uh, it was like was raviolis it. that are really uh, uh, kreplach. Oh, okay. Well, uh, speaking of kreplach... Come on uh, right in, Duff. Don't give me that uh, anticipatory look. <laughs> Go ahead, sir. Duff is just uh, full of stuff. But, you know... Uh, 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 isn't uh, isn't one of the junior colleges, or maybe it's uh, Boca Community or Boca uh, Florida FAU, or one of those courses, one of those schools? Don't they have a Yiddish course? You're you're asking Yiddish? me? Well, I don't know. I thought maybe you knew. When well, you, well, why do you want to know all things Yiddish? If you did, just listen to the show, you'll learn all the Yiddish you need. Okay, sir, and have a great day. Talk to hoist. And I see George said that. Okay, because that's one of his ten words. Uh, I know more than that. Look at this. Persons 25 to 54, George, baby. See, we need a big march, all you people out there. Today is March 27th. We need a gigantic march. We need to make sure, even though we only have four days left in March, everybody and their brother listens to the Neil Rogers Show religiously, morning, noon, and night, even though we're not on morning and night. That's right. We're even trying to goose Mo up there a little bit. We can make some bonus money. Let's get QAM back on the map, especially now that Fox Sports is falling off the face of the earth like they don't even exist. Especially since we got the facilities of like, uh, look at that. Has five to ten percent, so they're yeah. CNBC, the gambling channel. Dow is down seventy-six. The Nasdaq's down another twelve. Nothing too monumental, but that uh, the arrows ain't pointing in the right direction for all the investors out there. And I'm not hoping people lose any more money, even though I'm not in it anymore. I, I don't want to see any more uh, people losing their life savings or getting suckered in, snookered into that crap. Anyway, did I mention these numbers? No, not yet. Ten a.m. to three p.m. Persons twenty-five fifty-four. October four five. November five point oh, December two point eight. See now that was, I mean December we just got nailed to the wall. We got crucified. I don't think in the history of uh, me. Uh, you you see the, the purple uh, holes oh, in my hands? That that's, not, that's not anemia. That's from those uh, nails. We got nailed to December. January back up to a three three. In February a six point eight. Oh, the biggest month maybe in. Uh, I mean that. And of course when you know how many men uh, as opposed to women, that means we got about a thirteen share in men. About thirty. 25 to 54. Is that incredible or what? 
So last month it was the Molemeister who actually salvaged the individual month. This month, of course, it's old. Oh, bails us out while the rest of the station is sucking wind. Mad Dog uh, included, of course, 10 to 3. Neil and the Mad Dog. In fact, why don't we call midday Neil and the Mad Dog? Huh? On the billboards? Even though he doesn't recognize the fact that I'm alive. And he's not here today anyway. He's not here. You know how many weeks, uh, days he takes off every month? About 30, man. Which don't leave too much, especially in February. Right? <laughs> no, seriously. April? Oh, he he's a busy man. He's a busy guy. He's busy uh, doing stuff and people and whatever he can do. More power to him. I, I love the Mad Dog. Uh, he's our partner in crime in the midday here on QAM. Okay, well, here's a guy that sent a letter to Bill Clinton and uh, yada yada. Okay, thank you. I mean, it's not that I don't want to take that seriously, but I just don't have all the time to read all of these great faxes that people are sending me who are all whipped up into a frenzy. I appreciate the fact that they're whipped up. They're whipping it. Here's a fax. The listeners can watch the video feed of the CBC at this link, cbc.ca slash newscast.html. You know something? You ought to put a link on that, Carlos. People want to see the real news the way it's supposed Save to be delivered? Huh? Save that fax. Just uh, stick it on the Okay. Phone. It says, I've watched the feed for two days after you mentioned it. I'm impressed at how balanced the coverage is. They are very professional. and makes me realize that we have lost it here in the USA when it comes to journalism. Oh, there's no journalism going on here in this war coverage, not in this country. I was already thinking about checking out Canada to move there. Now I know why you live there most of the year. Hope to see you in Toronto one day, eh? Keep up the good work. 80,000 people on the streets of Toronto, up and down, uh, across from the U.S. Uh, consulate, and then on Yonge Street, all up and down downtown on Saturday. 80,000 protesting the war. Here they were all, all the Getchkis over there at the uh, Beach Fest in Fort Lauderdale, finding Jesus. I sure hope they took Jesus to Subway for a sandwich. 26 past, huh? His name is Jared. Who's Jared? Not, not Jesus. The guy that goes to the subway. A bad joke. What? Now, what do you, like, you understand what that means? Well, what, what does it mean? I know I'm a little uh, slow, but what does Jared's that mean? Jared's that fat ass on the subway commercials. Oh, I'm sorry, the former fat ass. Oh, and that's, his name is Jared. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, I thought you said Jerry, 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 Jared. Yeah. I said Jared. I don't want to hear about Jared, okay? He makes me sick, makes me want to puke. He's got that sauce from Subway coming out of his ears. At least I think that's what it is. 27 after... He has a wife, you know. <laughs> Afternoon, yeah, good good for her, okay? Can't even imagine what he's doing with that footlong from Subway. Hey, do you have $2,000 more on a credit card? If so, listen to this. Dedicated Consumer Counseling will help you, and it'll cost you nothing. That's right, it'll cost you Zippo, zero, not a penny. Dedicated is a non-profit company that will contact the companies you owe money to, and they'll cut your payments in half. Call 1-800-4-NO-DEBT. That's 1-800, the number 4, and the letters N-O-D-E-B-T. And Dedicated will help you cut your interest rate, eliminate late fees, and save your credit. It'll cost you nothing. The bank pays Dedicated. You pay absolutely the big zero. So if you're tired of battling credit card debt, call Dedicated today, 1-800-4-NO-DEBT. Call and find out how Debicated can help you. you got nothing to lose. If you've had it with credit card debt, high interest rates, and late fees, here's the thing to do. Call Debicated Consumer Counseling, and they be handled for you from there. Call right now, 1-800-4-NO-DEBT. And don't forget, it costs you absolutely, positively nothing. Was that the rejoin? Well, thank yeah, God. I'm dying over here. Welcome back to the superfluous cuddle linguists of the Mohammed and David Show, where we got the three callers on power rotation for your perusal. Hey, Mo! 
What? This better not be about hokey. We got special guests today. No one's allowed in here unless they bring food for their king. G -g -g -g. It's too late. Sack already booked them. How are you? Who the hell are these muzzlemoots? That's the Rick and Son. You know, drive home with us today. Good. Sorry. I never heard of you, bum. Well, I wonder why. Well, what do you do? Got an act? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Like what? We spin the wheel. Wherever the wheel stops, we grab meat off of it, we slam it, and you uh, name it. What's funny about that? Well, you got a point there. Why can't you just ask me a question? You ready to put your head in the toilet bowl? <laughs> you think that's funny, huh? Well, I got news for you, pal. You both stink. Jack is on the precipitous and getting fired at it right now. What a bummer. Get out of my place of business. No. All right, all right, something. I'll give you one more chance to show me what you got. I hope this isn't really funny because I got a really full bladder. All, All right. right, these are things that probably adults would know. Yeah. They're like old sayings, and I want you to fill in the blank. You know how to do that? Yeah. Here we go. The bigger they are, the harder they uh, get. To do. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? That's funny? <laughs> Did I give Clarence clearance to give you clearance to laugh? How dare you laugh at me? I suppose you want to rape me now, huh? Yeah. Start licking. That would be wild, yeah. All right, all right. I don't even care anymore. Hey, tell me, hold my green pants. Okay. <laughs> what are you looking at? Freckle face fanny. And you guys got a condo? That's condomo. What of it? Yeah, I do. I mean, I don't. Suds does. Fine. And I might as well warn you, I didn't douche today. Okay. Now you have to say, spin your meat, Rick and Suds. Eh, uh, spin your meat, Rick and... Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Gunny. Well, 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 what's the matter? I was shooting punch. <laughs> well, see, I told you it's not my day. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> shooting punch ain't funny, okay? It's not right embarrassing. Poisonal. Oh, God. Uh-oh. Kleenex. 26 to 1 at 560 WQAM. <clears throat> And here's a good fact from our buddy Phil, one of our Phil's out there. It says, Colin Powell was quoted as saying, Al Jazeera has an editorial line and a way of presenting news that appeals to the Arab public. They watch it and they magnify the minor successes of the regime, and they portray our efforts in a negative light. Phil goes on to say, is this guy as dumb as he sounds? That sounds like, that's like saying Sharon Tate's mother was presenting Charles Manson's efforts in a negative light. Nice going, Phil. Excellent analogy there. Very good. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. There's one of my favorite people with two first names, Fred Francis. They put out a million barrels a day. Yeah, yeah. And this computer, we're getting rid of this thing just in time. You know what? It's out of virtual memory, and this thing keeps going. Now I can't get rid of that thing on there. I don't even want to look at that. Getting a new computer. Is it going to be here tomorrow? We hope. We can't hope. We have to do it. I can't I can't do a show here without a real computer. This is for the audience. We apologize, okay, but it's QAM and we have to get our own crap. You should have alerted me that because I would have had it here today. I've been bitching about it for a long time. Nobody, you should have told me because you know what a big spender I am. Right. I can afford a few bucks. And since we either bought or begged or borrowed or stolen from everybody else for the for the refrigerator, for the microwave, the TV, the uh, satellite dish, the VCR, almost everything. The, the, this old computer we got here. The espresso machine. Unheard of in the history of broadcasting, ladies and gentlemen. You the think blender. that you think that cheap channel is cheap? They ain't got nothing on the Beasleys. No wonder that Bob Ruth told me that they used to they used to live in a tree. You've heard of a tree house. You've heard of people that live under the overpass, like a uh, little beaner boy here. But these people used to live in a tree and used to play the banjo for change. They used to have like a little tin cup. 
Yeah, we'll strum for change. Kind of like what Monica used to say, we'll hum for change. <coughs> Here's a call from Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. I yes, love sir. it when you do the numbers, by the way. Good. Kill some good time, man. Yeah. I wanted to actually hear about Fox Sports 3 p.m. in the afternoon and George Norrie, a crappy show. Yeah. The numbers on that. Oh, well, we don't have the hour by hour, but Fox in the afternoon was like fell off the face of the earth. Do you want me? I'll give you their 3 to 7 o'clock number in men. They, yeah, went, they went from a 1.9 to a oh. 0.9. They got like, oh, yeah. Was and, what, what was the second one? George Norrie. What, what time is he on? No, the old no, Art Bell. Oh, the George old Art Bell. So, well, all we can tell is how Phil and uh, George Norrie are doing it. They went from a 3.5 to a 3.9. So they went up a little bit, but, uh, you know, okay. And um, They're out of this world is what I hear. Thank you. Love you. Okay, thanks. Yeah, a little uh, beaner boy. He listens to George Nury, which I, I'd be embarrassed to admit that. I, I, no, seriously, I'd be embarrassed to admit to anybody. I listen to that outer space, uh, bizarre, uh, psychopathic. Uh, you know how many people listen to that? About 30, man. 23 till 1, we got Joe Rose, the little dog for the big dog, the mad dog. How was those dogs? And look at Boca Brian came in here today, even though he's not getting a check. Cause you're, and I got your disc yesterday before I left. That's what made me sick. No, I got to this. It's a damn good thing that FedEx showed up because since uh, since uh, cough drop boy screwed up my, uh, I thought they were going to come and take me away, trying to smuggle in Plavix there through the goddamn mail. They don't take you away; they take the sender away. Exactly. I said return to sender and then take his ass away. What what brings you into that? You must have a new disc. No. No. I just wanted to see you, kiss you, touch you. I don't want to touch you. I don't want to see you. Look. I don't want to touch you, especially after you left me to hanging there. The flesh. Well, what was he thinking about to last wear week? Wear the flesh. And don't be giving me this, I was on vacation, but when You're I'm on vacation. vacation, that means I come back on Monday, and I should have the goods in my hand, you know? Nobody wants to come back without the empty-handed, like Michael in The Godfather. Nobody wants to come out of the tea room with uh, nothing in their hand but their schlong. Dixie. But their Dixie schlong and Dixie cup and Dixie chicks. Maybe that's who Carlos was doing, the Dixie chicks. You think so? No. He wasn't doing anybody, not even himself. <laughs> he can't find it. He can't find it. In fact, if, if Donna Shalala wants to be a lot happier with us here at QAM, we're going to put the next billboard up, and we're going to put uh, Clarence Darrow's picture up there. We'll put Josh Darrow up there on the billboard, big picture, saying, uh, no balls. And we'll have Greg Reed on the other side. Although we've got to give Craig credit, he didn't cave in this time. huh? Unlike Condoleezza, unlike that uh, ugly, disgusting crowd. Well, that was corporate's fault. I see. Well, it's always corporate's fault. It's not Greg. He's got a pair. That's the rumor. 21 till 1. At 560 WQM, well, let's turn it into a decent Thursday because the numbers, we have at least a good February. We have to go through this every goddamn month. Now you understand why we're all so screwed up in this business every month. By the way, speaking of persons 2554, how did uh, the morning look there? Not for us. We already know about uh, I don't see it. I'm talking about like for Ron and Paul. Howard Sperm at a 6.9. He's had 69, 69, 69, three months in a row. He's stuck on 69, 6.9. Good for number two now behind hot. What is with the hot? What? Oh, it's the fly jock. Is that what it is? Who was so back on a guiding light. He was terrible on guiding light. Awful. Alan Spalding, by the way, is uh, what's Gus's father. And uh, where's uh, Ron and Paul? Uh-oh, I think we already saw this. Three, four, seven, four, oh, three, eight. Down and down and down we go. Where we stop, nobody knows. What's that song? Round and round it goes. Perry Como? No. No, not, don't play round and round. That uh, old thing called, uh, called love. What was, it, what was that? See, Boca Brown would know when he goes walking out, that little I think putz. he had to pee. 
bald-headed geek. 20 till 1 at 560 WQAM. I'll tell you about something good for you that I've been taking, and look what great shape I'm in. Oleomed. What are you laughing about? It's good for your blood pressure. My blood pressure is outstanding, by the way. The rest of me, not too good. Anyway, Oleomed really works for you. Oleomed soft gels contain pharmaceutical-grade olive oil, the best that money can buy. Not just plain, ordinary, pedestrian olive oil, but great stuff that is super concentrated and loaded with health benefits for you. Oleomed every day can help reduce the risk of heart disease and high cholesterol, plus there are 14 different Oleomed formulas to choose from. He knows the song. Oh, Old Black Magic, that, right? I was just going to say, the, that Old Black Magic. Keely logo. Smith and uh, Louis Prima. That's the, one I'm, that's the one I'm thinking of. Thank you, Duff. See, he's old, too. And there are now 14 different oleomet formulas to choose from. Each one combines pharmaceutical-grade olive oil with vitamins, minerals, herbals, or some say herbals, I don't know why, to support specific needs from your bones to your blood pressure to your immune system. Just pick out the formulas that are right for you. And now they got three new oleomet formulas, one to help you sleep, one to help you control your weight, and self Q10 for your heart. You'll find Oleomed at Publix, Eckerd's, Walgreens, Whole Food Markets, Navarro's, and Sedano's, or you can order it online at oleomedamerica.com. For info, call them toll-free, 1-866-OLEOMED. That's 1-866-653-6633. Get your Oleomed today. Start feeling a hell of a lot better. And uh, let's see, this thing uh, till 328. Is the uh, tennis tournament going on? Yeah, I guess so, because it says till 328, which is tomorrow. If you're planning on attending the NASDAQ tennis tournaments this week, be sure and stop by the Oleomed booth. They'll be giving away free samples of their product and raffling away gift baskets packed with Oleomed products so you can start popping it in your puss real soon. Live, live and local. Sports Radio 560 Okay, 1246. Now, what is this thing? This is a uh, lady. What tells her name? Her name is uh, Katie Addy. Eddie? Kate Addy. Kate Addy from the BBC, and she's pissed. Once you found political life's got you Oh, it's the wrong thing. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, uh, she sounded pretty good. She sounded British to me. <laughs> Either that or was maybe Prince Charles. Now, Kate Addy, you join us from the BBC in London. Thank you very much for going to all this trouble on a Sunday morning to come and join us. I suppose you're watching uh, with a mixture of emotions this war beginning to happen because uh, you're not going to be covering it. 
Oh, I will be. And what actually appalls me is the difference between 12 years ago and now. I've seen the complete erosion of any kind of acknowledgement that reporters should be able to report as they uh, witness. Uh, the Americans, and I've been talking to the Pentagon, take the attitude which is entirely hostile to the free spread of information. Um, I was uh, told by a senior uh, officer in the Pentagon that if uplinks, that is the television um, signals out of uh, Baghdad, for example, were detected by uh, any uh, planes, electronic media, uh, mediums of the military above Baghdad, they'd be fired down on, uh, even if they were journalists who cares that they're in Baghdad. Sorry, just to underline that, sorry to interrupt yeah. you, uh, just to explain for our listeners, uplinks is where you would have your own satellite telephone method of distributing the information. Telephones, the yeah. telephones and the television signals. And they'd be fired on. Yes, they would be targeted down, said this That's officer. Had, oh, shamelessly, he said, well, he said, they, they know this, they've been warned. This is threatening freedom of information before you even get to a war. The second thing is that there was a massive news blackout imposed in the last Gulf War, where I was one of the pool correspondents with the British Army. We effectively had very, very light touch when it came to any kind of censorship. We uh, were told that anything which was going to endanger troops' lives, which we understood we shouldn't broadcast. Other than that, we were relatively free, unlike our American colleagues who immediately left their pool after about 48 hours, having just had enough of it. And this time, the Americans are A, asking uh, journalists who go with them whether they, are, they have feelings against the war, and therefore, if your views are that you are sceptical, then you're not particularly acceptable. Secondly, they're intending to take control of the Americans' um, technical equipment, those uplinks and satellite phones I was talking about, and control access to the airwaves. And then on top of everything else, there is now um, the blackout which was imposed during the last war, at the beginning of the war, was ordered by one Mr. Dick Cheney who is in charge of this. I am enormously pessimistic of the chance of decent uh, on-the-spot reporting as the war occurs. We will get it later. Kate Addy from the BBC. That's not a bit. That's for real. And she is pissed off and fired up. Just a little uh, something to pass along. I'll tell you another. Uh, should we do some of these ladies? Here's a lady in plantation. <laughs> Hello. Wow. Hi. How are you? I've been on hold for 30 minutes. Sorry. Well, I just wanted to call. You know me. Once I get going, pop, 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 they call me Motormouth. You know, I just can't show up. I know, I know. And here you are bashing women. And I just wanted to call to, you know, here's a good lady calling to, in. To save the female agenda. Exactly. I don't want anything from you. Except, good. Man, you gotta, you got to get to your phones faster. I, I drove from Palm Beach. I'm down in Miami now. Yeah, well, look at the progress you're making now. <laughs> Only you're going in the wrong, wrong direction, I think. Oh, I'm going to visit my parents. Okay, like I said. <laughs> Thanks a lot, sweetheart. Have a great All day. Right. Thanks. Bye. See, we got a whole bunch of ladies on there. I told you. you now nah, you don't have any women listening. Here's a here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. I just wanted to let you know that we're not all blood sucking bitches. Did we you don't did, all want something from did you? Did you hear those two broads? <laughs> all I have but to do. But I have something to give you. Okay. A Yiddish saying. Yes. Gay cock and oif and yam. Okay, I'm back at you. <laughs> Thanks. Have a nice day, Neil. You too. Bye. Gay cock and oif and yam, which means take a good <laughs> in the water. But I'm not going to do it in the water. I'm going to do it in the lobby of the emergency room at the Cleveland Clinic. A big... No, seriously, I'm going to have wild diarrhea. The likes of which you've never seen or smelt. Steaming. I mean, you a steaming pile of excrement. That's right. A steaming, humongous pile. 
That that thing is going to be wafting from Weston to uh, Washington. That's how aromatic it's going to be. Humongous, aromatic, and nasty. You've got some color it's in your face be, now. Huh? Thanks to George for my Centrum, okay? I'm I a didn't big notice one. it earlier because you can't tell unless uh, something changes. That's no, probably because my blood is bleeding up into my head. Now. Oh, is that it? And tell uh, Judy just to calm down, okay? I mean, <laughs> lots of people get that easy bruising. Uh, I mean, she is such a nervous nail. I mean, she means well, but then again, so did Hitler, you know. <laughs> no, uh, just relax, Judy. Don't get uptight, okay? He ain't getting any uh, this week, I'll tell you that. Nobel winners arrested at White House war protest. Nobel Prize winners arrested at White House war protest. Police arrested two Nobel Prize winners along with more than 60 other people protesting on Wednesday yesterday near the White House against the U.S.-led war in Iraq. Police handcuffed Mairead Corrigan McGuire, who won the prize in 76 for peace activism in the Northern Ireland conflict, and Jody Williams, the 1997 winner for her work to ban landmines after they refused to leave Lafayette Park opposite the home of the U.S. president. The Nobel laureates were detained along with religious leaders and Vietnam-era protester Daniel Ellsberg as they sat in a circle in the park and chanted, Peace, Shalom. They held roses as well as gruesome posters showing civilian casualties from the war. McGuire told Reuters before being taken away that she planned to stage an anti-war protest each day outside the White House till April 18th, Good Friday, on the Christian calendar. In Northern Ireland, we were encouraged to resolve our problems with dialogue, and I'd like to see that happen here, she added, who said she had asked President Bush to meet her. Instead of him meeting her, the police met her, and they uh, took her away to the Who's Guy. Live and local, this is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Oh, God. Oh! 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 Don't like all the Harper. Don't, don't, don't. Every time I see. That retarded Jim Witch On my TV He's President of Republican muscled in An inarticulate idiot I don't know why They would want this guy But now he's here For screws the next four years With President Dumb I did it again, only nobody will ever know what it was. That's okay. You don't need to know. <laughs> it was incredible. Anyway, Joe Rose was just in. He'll be on next for the Mad Dog. And he said, to Donna Shalala, grow up here, will you, sweetheart? I hear she's got a big pair is the rumor I'm hearing. Anyway, how's that poll coming? 516 votes. 
Which of these uh, do you think is doing the best uh, covering the war? MSNBC, 102. Eh. Uh, don't know, not watching any of it, 90. CNN, 79. BBC, 79. How do you like that, eh? The Internet, 74. NBC, 24. CBC, 23. NPR, 22. ABC, 14. And CBS, suck and win way in last place with nine. Nine. Huh? Like Alice in Wonderland, next time you turn on Channel 4, folks. A flood of tears coming from the CBS eye. Man, pathetic, tragic. You know, I mean, if we want to see Dan reduced to tears, we've seen it before. We've been there, done that, you know. Right? Yeah. We want to see the CBC. Hey, don't forget, George will be out today. One quick last on the promos, so maybe somebody lucky. might show up. Well, he maybe. Get lucky. Oh, that's why Volker Bryan's here today. He's going to go over there and try to get laid, too. Two to four this afternoon, George and Boca Bryan at the Dobie Hotel Miami Beach for Lifestyles Convention. Stop by for all the festivities. A couples-only event. No single perverts. Only couple perverts. Then five to seven, stop by Bass Pro Outlet off 995 Griffin Road. Spin the veal for QM prizes, heat and canes tickets, and a bunch of other cheap crap. Joe Rose for the Mad Dog next. Bye, bye, bye. Camille Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. We're not talking about women. Uh, No.